Alright well, everybody, welcome to episode 26. I feel like I've literally just said that because we just did the roundup there about 10 minutes ago. Never mind the roundup, man. We've got a captain of a Premier League football well, club start, in here right, in the start. house. We'll get to that, right? <laughs> right we've got others of good stuff that he's got to tell us. We're joined by Nicky Devlin, captain of Livingston, first Premier League football player in it's come on a podcast. Nicky, we're delighted that you could come oh, on. Oh, El Capitano, thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah, no, no, thanks. Thanks for having us on. And you know what? I just want to thank you, right? I'm sorry I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you <laughs> right at the start of here. Really thank you for that goal against Celtic last week, man. Oh. I do appreciate that. <laughs> right. Nah, too soon. Still I'm too soon. Sorry, still too soon. Still too soon. No, I know. It's a tough boy, didn't it? Me and Nicky are best part and tumble. Uh, I know, boys. I know. We'll kicking your boys. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Before we start, we'll, um, we'll start with our sponsor, is McTassos. Absolutely delighted that they're going to be sponsoring us for the rest of the year. One of the ones where it's easier for us because it's easily the best grub about. You had a McDassos? No, is it? Got the ones at the fort. Got the fort. Right, right, right. Kelvin Way, mate. Honestly, get an opportunity Good. to go. See, Nicky knows that big Ange goes and that. Ange goes, aye, Ange goes indeed. But um, get yourself down to Kelvin Way and at the fort. It's the best grub about. And see if you get a chance. I'm hoping I'm, not, I'm going to pronounce this right. Backlava. That is so aye. good, Doing man. Right there, Task gave us a wee bit the last time me and the missus were up, and it was class. But enough Since of that. Since our sponsor does, mate, that's the only thing you're eating in there, because ah. you get it for nothing, man. <laughs> right, man. so, Nicky, tell us a wee bit. Obviously, we've spoken about it before we started. I'm uh, the odd one out here that didn't go to the same school as you and didn't play for West Park. Yeah. How was it starting out at West Park as a youngster? Yeah, it was good. Listen, you were that age and stuff like that, you just kind of... You're just everybody's just chasing the ball about to be fair you're no kind of there's no really a <clears throat> don't want to say there's no structure that day but it's nah. just a kind of it's just a laugh in it really you're nah. kind of playing with boys you're maybe in primary whatever one or two three whatever it is um so no it was good though because it was like a good club it was obviously local to me kind of probably the biggest club local to me at the time um so it was good to kind of as i say just get started kind of playing football and, that. and as i said it wasn't too obviously no serious at that age but you're just almost kind of as I said just running about just chasing the ball everybody's chasing the ball and you're using the wee kind of tiny wee like almost fun four goals or whatever it was and you're just kind of but it was good I really enjoyed it it was good kind of good mates and that there see that's something that because me and Dak are a wee bit older that we never had Aye, the, we never had like the fun fours or anything oh, we, we were an eight and nine year old fired it oh, but, for you uh, being uh, a goalie uh, it was the exact same as what Nicky said man we used to just throw a ball in the park Aye, there was like 35 people chasing the ones <laughs> off see reverse you even until you probably started playing get up to 11 a side age groups even at seven a size and that most of it was kind of I either get to the best player or everybody just no. fucking ran everyone just a, ran about I was, yeah, a, exactly. I was a goalie but I just used to be a poacher but I used to like, <laughs> you, I used to, uh, I used to he's just a poacher that guy, uh, just letting you run away yeah. no you've ended up moving on to Hamilton yeah. again quite local for you yeah Hamilton are renowned for having a very good setup they have done for maybe the last 15 yeah. 20 years you've went in there how did you find being in at Hamilton it was good I, again kind of really enjoyed it that was kind of my first time being involved in like maybe something that was more kind of structured or whatever um i think i went in there probably under 12s ish under 12s under 13s age group um and it was good the coaches and that were, were really good and don't get me wrong you, you enjoyed playing with your pals at kind of boys club level and stuff like that but you do you do feel you're starting to get probably a better understanding of the game or whatever and um improving and it was good as you said the setup there's i mean they're as good as probably most to be honest with you in Scotland in terms of especially bringing players through and I get when I first went there that was just when like the McCarthy, MacArthur, um, and Easton was there the boy I yeah, moved to um, yeah, Burnley and that eventually yeah. so um, they were starting to kind of that was when they're almost just starting to produce like a lot of players and 
listen, teams in Scotland have to do that. Like, no many teams in Scotland can buy players. Like, just need money. Like, most teams don't have money to go and spend on players, so they have to be able to produce. And like Hamilton for a long time were, I mean, the best at doing it, to be honest. Well, obviously, you mentioned MacArthur and yeah. like Easton. That's who I grew up through the same age group as them, um, and they were always pretty good sides. Aye. Um, Ziggy Gordon was in your Aye, team. Ziggy so was I, in. How many boys for your team? Because obviously, like you look at Ziggy Gordon as there was the captain. Yeah. Then you're yourself, obviously, Captain Livingston. Yeah. Was there any other boys for that team? I think um, from that team that went on to kind of play, uh, play like senior games and that, the boy uh, Scott Gibson, mm -hmm. he played, I think he was actually captain of Queen's Park for yeah. quite a bit uh, recently. He's played a lot of games uh, for Queen's Park. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't really think Ross Barber. Uh, he's he plays with St. Caddox and that, he was at Troon and that, I think he played, he played quite a few games one season for Kilmarnock in the Premier League and that, so um, it was a good, like we, we were a good side as well to be fair, it was always, listen Celtic Rangers at youth team levels were most yeah. of the time always better than everybody, but um, when we, even when we played them like we could kind of hold your hold our own against them, um, it was just, as I said mate, it was just a really good place to like to get better and even if you don't break into the first team there which a lot of players don't you still you, you can feel yourself getting better you know it's it's a good place to kind of learn about football because as i said before that it's mm -hmm. just playing your pals really aren't you like what do you think what do you think about being at Hamon? why do you think they're so successful at bringing in young players i know they're going through a hard time and right. they're not doing very well in the championship but what do you think that it is that that they can produce so many good young players. I uh, we think we were. Uh, I was speaking about it to somebody recently, and um, I don't know if it's just now recently. At the time, I wouldn't have known, but yeah. like the like, see the to get in the coach, even at like under 12s, 13, the lowest levels or lowest kind of age groups, like the cert no certificates, but the qualifications that you need to have now is like uh, you need everything's like you have to have at least your B license or uh, at least your A license, and you know, I mean to have that, you've obviously got. Top, like top coaches to be honest like um and i think a team like hamilton as i said see because you can't buy players it's just staging they they maybe play players in the first team that they wouldn't want to at the time like they maybe don't feel yeah. they're ready but they almost just have to have to play them uh just because listen we know they've not got anybody else but they're, they're working on a tight budget they've no they can't go and as i said sign players and um they maybe fast track players through a wee bit quicker than than others you know what i mean I think as well, see, when you're 12 and 13, Nicky, yeah. I think that for young boys going into Hamilton, this is just me speaking on the outside, I think that although the part and the surface and that might get a wee bit of a hard time, and we maybe yeah. speak about that when we speak about Livingston as well, but I think that, see, if you're 12 and 13 and you're walking yeah. in, you're training on that yeah, part, yeah, it's the stadium, and you're 12, 13, you're walking in and you're looking about and you're saying, wow, man, this is amazing yeah. and that, and you're just, think, you're just picturing yourself playing in the first team and that, I think that that, that can work in your favour because you're not going and training at a training ground and that you're right in there probably doing about the dressing rooms and that and all and just seeing what the whole the whole environment's all about so i think for any for them trying to get any young boys in it's, it's a good selling point for them well it's like obviously you made your debut very young younger yeah. than most people do i think maybe shows that see a lot of boys who and i know it's the nature of the beast boys get let go and stuff yeah. but it shows that see when you you mentioned that Hamilton have to play these boys when they aye. probably wouldn't want to in aye, a sense. The time, but it shows that there's a lot of quality there that gets just put put to the side aye. because they don't get the opportunities. Hundred percent. As I said, like I left Hamilton probably just before. So I was there for maybe two, uh, three years. I went back and just kind of played boys club again for until I was like sixteen. Um, 
So I went, like, as you said, there's a lot of boys that get kind of, like, doesn't even need to be termed that almost classed as released. But just at the time, right. you're not ready to make that jump up or whatever it is. Because um, I think it was the time I left it under 15, so it was then going 15s to 17s. So you would be then playing against boys right. sometimes the year above you. And listen, some people are just no, either, a lot of the time it's in Scotland, unfortunately, a lot of the time it's physically. They only ready. I don't think that was in terms of, for me, exactly, but a lot of boys, how many boys you say, they see that they got released because physically too small, too small than you, or too, you know I mean, willing to be able to deal with the kind of physicality side of it, whereas, I mean, a couple of years down the line, I mean, these boys are going to, they're eventually going to grow, you know what I mean? You're, very rarely you get somebody and they just don't have all grow, you know what I mean? They're going to get bigger, they're going to get that side of it. Um, but uh, so many players get, how many times you see, even like, like Scotland captain now, Robertson, like, I know. Released for Celtic. Aye. I think he was one of the ones that was potentially because he wasn't big, like big enough or whatever. It was kind of too small at the time. Goes to Dundee, goes to Queens Park, kicks on, kicks on, and then. Well, that's the thing. It's something I'm going to talk about. You, you know, you mentioned Robertson with the, the progression he had through here. You've ended up at Drumchapel, which yep. we were 17 at the time. Aye, 16, 17. Aye. So obviously, like your dad's the manager at Drumchapel, and he's. Been there forever, you know what I mean? <laughs> actually played for your dad drum He's chapel. a legend, isn't he? Actually, <laughs> is, <laughs> I, I mean, I, and he's on heat now. I played, <laughs> <laughs> I played for uh, a couple of games. A couple of my mates played with drum right, when I played right. a couple of games when I was like 18 or something. Oh, you're a team you've not played no, I know, mate. I know. You know, <laughs> you know Every it's like, <laughs> See, being that young, because right. the drum were, I think I'd imagine it'd be the old Caledonian League at that time, yeah. who at that time was the best amateur league. Drink mm. getting in there helped you because you're playing against you're playing as proper men you know yeah, what i mean yeah drink how much a difference did that make to you well, i think it was from like early on i kind of as you said maybe it was 16 17 like you start playing against guys um and you do physically because obviously as i said when i went to hamilton you kind of maybe understand the game a wee bit more like the, through the coaching and stuff like that whereas you play against you know, i mean men or amateurs or whatever you're playing yeah. against guys you know what i mean at the end of the day it's um a completely different game because before you're going from, oh, it's all about like, let's develop and it's about how you yeah. you're getting better as a player and getting better. Whereas you go to, listen, even at amateur level, like guys are going to start, they might win. Yeah, like, win. They, it's no like, they're, they're not there just to kind of, obviously they have a laugh or whatever, but a lot of the time it is with their mates or whatever, but end of the day, they want to win. Like they're, they're as competitive as kind of, as anybody, uh, you know what I mean? Players that are playing amateur level. Um, so no, it was good and that's why I think, even when I went to Dumbarton and started playing, like I always played, I played a lot of get, like men's game from very early. Um, and I think that's been like good for me in terms of like my development that as well. I, listen, I totally think a lot of the time these academies are brilliant and I really do. Like the coaching they get is unbelievable, but I think it gets to a certain stage and you have to start like- There's no substitute for, aye, for playing games. Play men, aye, playing with men, I know. Playing with men, we both had it, we like played youth level here yep. at Thistle and I was like, at Merlin and Airdrie and stuff and it isn't until you start getting into playing like aye. reserve football and stuff where you realise the difference of aye. being at your own age group you've ended up going to Dumbarton how yeah. did that move come about because obviously the drums are not too far for Dumbarton yeah I think um, oh, as you said it wasn't, wasn't too far and um, I knew the manager at the time Jim Chapman was at um, Dumbarton uh, and I went down there at first started when I first went there I kind of played under 19s um, no for long to be fair and then almost I was doing well at under 19s level and um Chappie asked me like well 
don't say ashy because you don't, you can't, it's not really a question. It's not really, it's not really a nah, you're all right, I'll leave it this week. Um, but then he got me involved kind of very early on, um, training with uh, the first team at Dumbarton. And again, like even training with the, some of the guys that were there at the time, uh, because Dumbarton had a good, good side and uh, Mick Dunlop. I mean, Stephen Murray, Ryan McStay, they had good, uh, like, good players. It was a year they kind of... I don't Ryan say Ryan McStay's a good player. I love the old man and he blows oh, his really? head. Really? Oh, really? Honestly, see, really? see that push when he get off McStay on Twitter and all that? He's, uh, been, he's uh, been on the show. He was on a show last year. Right. And, like, I played against McStay when I was younger and that uh, pals him and stuff. And you're like, you can't have McStay. He's a serial name dropper. He's a serial name dropper, mate. That's all I can say. But for, like, myself going in, when the guys were, like, the first team players i mean just straight away it's just like it's just standards straight away you just get used to listen it's no like just a, a laugh and a joke anymore now it's like serious stuff um so that was good for, like perfect for me even as a young boy and don't know they were no harsh on you but they would go on to you if you weren't pulling your weight because at the end of the day i mean we speak about them wanting to win it's it's a it's their job yeah. so you know i mean if you're no pulling your way or you're not helping out. You're not going to be happy. You know what bonuses I mean? Bonuses potentially affect the money course, that they're that. Definitely. This is something we talk about quite a lot where um, how did you find that mentally stepping in to that level? Because obviously you've had a wee bit of experience at yeah. being at the amateurs where I know that it's a good standard. I mean, the drummer, a team that have won the Scottish Cup and all that, really good level. You've been in with them, but it went back to your 19s where, again, like you spoke about earlier with Hamilton, it's not quite the same yeah. thing when you're at the aye. youth football because Winning is important, but it's not everything. Aye, aye. How did how did you deal with it mentally? Were you quite one of the people who just, no, I'll just go in and it's just my team that I'm playing with now? Or? I think it was, to be fair, it was hard. The, the first year that I started playing with Dumbarton, we were like really struggling. And to be honest with you, that's, I don't say that's maybe why I got in or I got my chance, to be fair. Um, but I mean, most of the times, if, you're, if your team's flying or team's at the top end of the table, your yeah. uh, young boys maybe don't break in as easily um so in a way it was it was good for me that they maybe weren't doing so well because i came in and almost played when i came in i played every game basically from then till the end of the season um so it was i think when you're a young boy you have that kind of people are saying to you names that you're playing against in that and maybe if you like nowadays like even myself like you, you know who you're coming up against you kind of you want to study them and see what they're like what they do what they don't do blah blah, blah. but when you're a young boy you're kind of just like well what were you like, Nicky, in the dressing room? Were you, were you, were you outgone type now, or were you? Did you get involved in the banter with the boys at a young age, or were you just finding your finding Aye, your feet? I think like at, at a young age, I think I, I don't think I like I was. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm now fine. I like I'm involved in most things, but um, back then you were kind of. Because for me, see, just being still being 17, 16, 17, you're like you're still at school and that. So I mean, these guys are coming for like their work and whatever, and yeah. this is their. Because obviously, I wasn't, I didn't get paid for that at the time. I was just on like amateur contract, even though I was playing basically every game. Um, so I, I think you kind of, you almost should kind of keep your, keep your head down and keep yourself to yourself, and yeah. you don't want to. Listen, you want to show your part of your personality as well. You don't want to just be sat in the corner, no saying a word, because then I, I don't say you don't get respect in that, but sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you would rather young boys, they, they have a wee bit to say, you know what I mean? They have a wee kind of, they are a wee bit chirpy or whatever, mm -hmm. as long as they can kind of, you know what I mean, back it up ah, when it comes yeah, to it when you really need them. But I think to be fair, at first, as I said, I was obviously, I'm still at school and that, and I'm just, nah, I was probably just <laughs> sat, in the, <laughs> sat in the corner. And there was big play, like, 
big personalities in the dressing room. I know we've kind of said about McStay and that, but like like Sue McStay and um, other boys out there, I've mentioned Stevie Murray and that. They were, I mean, they played at a good level. Stevie Murray played at a good level with Kilmarnock and Thistle and that. So yeah. um, there was like big characters in the dressing room. Was so the banter decent then? I was good at them, but I, as I said, I was probably trying to avoid any of the banter being directed <laughs> at me, to be <laughs> honest with you. I'm kind of sitting away from everybody, probably yeah. trying to like, and it's, it's just different, obviously, being there because there's, there wasn't a fixed like base for us in terms of your training. Like we were training at Tory Glen and you were obviously, when you got there, you were straight on the park. So there wasn't that kind of, you weren't in the dressing room yeah, loads of the time that. and you were kind of, the only time you're really in the dressing rooms is come a Saturday or whatever, um, training. I mean, a lot of time, you know, you know yourself, it's like when you're part-time, you don't get a lot of, no. like, there's not a lot of time for coaches and that to, to get their work in anyway. So as soon as you're on the park, it's almost like yeah, straight at it. Aye. Yeah. We had Jack Ross when, um, basically when I was first there and, um, I mean, when he was, at, when you were there, he was the assistant. He was like, when you were there to train, you were there to like train. Because as I said, you don't get a lot of, you don't get a lot of time. Um, different being full-time because maybe you do have that extra I mean, five, six, seven Time hours in a week. You know what I mean? Um, but no, it was it was good. But I think I kind of try to keep, try to keep. <laughs> as I say, keep the banter away from me when I was that age. You're, you're talking about Chapman's brought you in. Yeah. So he, you get your debut on a Saturday, <laughs> and he goes on the Tuesday. Yeah. What's obviously as a young boy, you're in about the club and stuff. But what's that feel like for you? Because you're Aye. like, oh shit, this guy's just brought me in, and then I could be bombed right Aye. away. That's hanging like we didn't. Obviously, we scudded my debut. We battered away. To, Stenhouse Muir battered us. Um, I, be, I think I basically scored on goal inside at 30 seconds. <laughs> no far off. No far off the exact same goal as uh, the Celtic <laughs> one last week. Um, but no, it was a time like that. You know what I mean? The, the, the manager gives you your debut. You're like, right. For somebody to give you their debut, they must like you to begin with. So part of you is like, right, I could be, I could be in here if obviously he's going to be the manager. He obviously likes me because he's played me to begin with. And then I on the Tuesday we went into Tory Glen and um for training, they pulled everyone in and just kinda said that's that was in my way. So me like I've obviously just came into a first team dressing room at this point. Yeah. Never experienced anything like this. So I was kinda like almost like what what happens now? Uh -huh. Like even in terms of like do we still go and train now or uh -huh. do we does do we just get in our cars and what happens? Um so it was difficult, probably that for that for me just in terms of I knew he liked me and now he's gone. So it's like, well, as I said, mate, yeah. what happens? Um, you know what I mean? New manager comes in. How many times? New manager comes in, wants to bring his own players in. We, As I said, we weren't in a great position. So new manager comes in and thinks, you know what I mean? I need a 17-year-old. You know what I mean? For this kind of dog fight that we were in, probably most managers probably said, no, Aye. I'd rather go with the experienced boys yeah. that were there. Um, but you're just a, you're just a wee bit. Just take it back, and you don't yeah, know what you don't know what you that, think. To be honest, like you get really, you get no previous experience. Aye, there, so it's no, the first the first time you've had to deal with it. Aye. I suppose that I've never really thought about it that way. You're saying like, because at youth football, your manager's pretty much a manager for that aye, season, and, stuff. and then like we've all experienced it like as juniors, where a manager's got a sign and he comes in and tells you, and you're kind of it's that awkwardness of like, yeah. like what the fuck happens next? Aye, what, but hey, particularly being seventeen year old, you're like. I had no like experience in that at yeah. all even like before that when I was at, like from Chapel and that was just like just always my dad so he's not going to sack you know what I mean he's not going to nah. get sacked or that nah. but he's not going to leave his cell nah. you know what I mean um, so I'd never been in any situation where during the season 
yeah. as a changing manager. Um, and you just always got that kind of, you've got that worry. New manager comes in, he's not going to like me. And uh, it it, it happens, of, you know what I mean? It, it does happen. It's kind of a weird phase when a new manager comes uh, in, particularly uh, mid-season. It is uh, a bit awkward because everybody's a bit sceptical of them and then they, you can tell that you want to impress at the same time. Uh, is it I don't ad? know if you'll agree, Nicky, but you can always tell a manager right for probably the get-go, man. If it's first if it's, a chat early goals, man. If he's going to be for you or not. Aye. Aye. I, but, think you, I think you just... You get a vibe with aye, you. do, definitely. You, and you can just... I think you can just tell if somebody's going to, like, suit you or no mm. suit you or if they're dead quiet mm. or would you rather listen some people would rather managers were quiet and they only said certain mm. things at certain times other boys would rather i mean no a shouter on that but like mm-hmm. loud yeah. and and not in your face but um you do you get that straight away you can tell yeah. you can tell straight away if somebody's going to be for you i remember having it at co-winning um alan mcturk was a manager and he left and a guy gary falls came in and stevie moore so it was a bit weird. It was kind of we're all sitting down in the club, and uh, Stevie Moore comes in. Gary does his wee bit. Stevie's the assistant manager, and he says a wee bit. And we had a boy centre half who was played for us called Stephen Moore. Right. So Murray thought he would make a joke to kind of lighten up. He's like, "Is that Stephen with a V or a PH?" <laughs> and Logan, St- didn't Stevie didn't know, <laughs> no. and he just turned around and went, ah, "That's always fucking one." And walked to the dressing room like. That's a tone set. We got relegated that year. Oh really? That's <laughs> English. It's like even even like stuff like that, like. A lot of time you can still, a lot of managers still want to be involved in like the banter or whatever that's happening in the dressing rooms. But when you manage that, you don't know where. It takes you a while to find out where's your, like, where's the line, where's the eye. Certain managers you can push a lot, not push a lot further, but will be involved a lot more. Other managers, like, don't want involved at all in it. You know what I mean? Even like when I was at Air, when I first went to Air, I had Marco. I mean, he probably his problem he wanted to be in it too like he wanted everything to aye, know what was going on aye, um and be involved in everything that was happening um whereas you get other managers that as i said you just don't know where the line is to begin with so it's difficult aye, yeah. until you until you work out where until the lines you know are each other, aye. Aye. ah let's say that adamson's came in yeah it's been a hard season for you how's that been your first season have you played quite well i'd, I'd done well to be fair i i had done well and even though the team wasn't doing well um kind of felt like myself especially for your like my first season involved in professional football basically um i'd done i'd done well myself and in the end we did do enough we we eventually kind of went away from the um because it was the playoffs basically we were Mm -hmm. in risk of going in the playoffs to go down basically league that would have been the league one going down into league two um and again listen probably playing in the playoffs for me at that age wouldn't have been probably been quite good for me in terms of like experience yeah. in that or being involved in that but as from the club's point of view like the yeah, last thing you yeah, want to yeah. be doing is getting to the end of the season and risking i mean the threat of going down you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. um like nightmare for clubs to get relegated yeah, for any yeah. clubs it's it's well. it could be people's jobs it even Aye, involves in the club not necessarily the players but it could be people's jobs Aye. so Aye. it's a bit, a bit of pressure on players Aye. you've ended up leaving yep is it true you are uh you went down and spoke to ferguson at uh, Preston? i was i was do- went down to Preston for for a week um week training basically uh and i was like when i was down i was struggling majorly because we i was played in the saturday with Dumbarton, and we played at home in air um and the boy it's at thistle now well stuart bannigan mm-hmm. remember he absolutely smashed yeah, bishop me Briggs boy. Aye, he, oh, he was a year above me uh like not tumble he went to bishop Briggs. um and he, i remember he smashed us and my ankle was like swollen up but it was like one of them i was like 
in Barton now, I can't he? Uh, like, chance to go down for a week to press and I can't he? like uh, no go down. Um, so it went down, to be fair, it went well. The first the week that I was there uh, went really well. And on the Friday, I was meant to play bounce game against, I think we were meant to play Bolton. Um, and on the, th- like my dad and his mate had came down on the Friday just to obviously see the game and like speak to the manager, whatever was, it was kind of going to happen from there. And they kind of pulled him, my dad in, they were like, he's, we're not going to play him in the game, basically on Friday. I think my dad's first thing was like, Know, he's, yeah. he's obviously no kind of thing. We didn't, uh, Dan and basically said to him, he's like, we've no way to play because like we'd list them obviously on the team sheets and that as a trialist. He's like, we don't want Bolton to basically see him. Uh, he's like, we don't want them to see him. And then come in, he was like, basically, basically just said, he was like, he was like, what will it take? Because at the time up here, there was like stuff in the papers and that about, because I eventually went into Celtic for a week as well. Yeah. Um, And there was stuff up here that I was maybe either going to go Celtic or Rangers where I was like, when I first started in 17. So I think he was kind of like, what would it take for him to sign down here? And my kind of dad was kind of like, sorry, man. he's like, still, I mean, still, at, still at school. He's got, I think my biggest thing was like, I've got exa- exams coming up and that, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Um, so he was like, next speak to his mum, uh, stuff like that. And, but basically we had then agreed, I think it was like on the, that was on the Friday and then Saturday, Sunday, they basically agreed like I was going down to sign, uh, I was going down to sign all the kind of, everything was sorted with Dumbarton and everything. And then on the Monday, Dan Ferguson gets sacked. And then that was like everything in and out of the club just got completely like, no shut down, but anything that was going to happen wasn't happening because there was a few players at the time going out, leaving Preston at the time. Um, that Dan Ferguson was trying to get ready. Um, and even that was like everything just kind of, all transfer stuff just get stopped. It stopped and I was kind of like, so did you have an agent at the time or was your no, dad? No, it was just like my it was just like my dad basically helping. Right. Um he knew the, the his mate who went down with him game Diamond had been like involved oh, in football and that for for years and years. Um so he kinda he'd been involved in professional football, so right. he was kinda helping my dad in terms of like Aye. not do this and do that, but like how being able you, to speak and how were you feeling after that? Because did you have your heart set on that move? I then? think I think just because I knew everything had basically been agreed in that and I knew like I was obviously going to be moving down like Come the summer, the, like whenever the season was finished, and knew where I was going to be staying and stuff like that, and all that. So you were kind of you were set on this uh, is what's happening, and then obviously for that, no way. Exactly, <laughs> telling everybody, "Aye, it's me." Down yeah. in England, made it. Made already it already. Exactly. Exactly. And that was uh, it. Was good down there at the time because Preston had a few uh, Scottish boys. Mm-hmm. My boy Barry Nicholson was there, and I think it was Callum Davidson. Because they were, when I was down there, I think on the Wednesday, Barry Nicholson and I think it was Camden's were coming back up. The Rangers were playing, let's say Man United in the Champions League on the Wednesday or something. And obviously most full-time teams, Wednesdays are day off. Mm-hmm. So when they were finishing on the Tuesday, I was obviously going to be off on the Wednesday as well. They were like, we're going back up the road. Do you want to like, come back up with us, bring up for the game? And, yeah. But obviously at the time I was like, no. Uh, so youth team just, manager finds out here I've uh, went back up the road to watch a Champions League game or something or what you went to watch uh, go back up the road I'm only down here for a week uh-huh. 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 but I was <laughs> like at the time I was kind of part of you was like I'll go back up and uh-huh. come back down but it wouldn't have been good in terms of travelling back up to travel right back down uh-huh. the next day like right. for you know what I mean for the sake of going up for a game or whatever Um but it was good as I said there was a kind of good Scottish kind of boys there and stuff like that which would have obviously helped me if I 
if I was actually able to And even Dan Ferguson, he's no... Like, you're thinking, you're, you're thinking uh, right away, you're pure... Exactly. You just kind of you, your mind starts kind of the Devlin's already had the link with, with Ferguson and Man U anyway. So I was still hanging Charlie Charlie was meant to be getting into Man United. <laughs> nah, but the um that's it, like you do you because you're, you're only seventeen at the time, so you start thinking ah. you do start thinking you're like he's the manager of press. I was like pre season, like who did he play pre season? Like friendlies and like bounce games or whatever, do they kind of end up playing against? Yeah. Who are you going to end up playing against? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially um, when you've been going for Dumbarton and playing aye, against. Aye, that's I'm, I'm at this stage sitting on an amateur contract. Were they championships still at the time for Preston? Preston, aye, they were yeah, in the, the championship, championship, aye. Um, and I think that's why like, that championship doing in England is just mental, yeah, to be aye. honest. The teams that are in that, like, you can go on a. Particularly as well. Even look at League One and that, but like Sunderland and that. You look at the. You're still young, but the money's life changing money down there, you know what I mean? It's that's that's thing. I think it was like a big big part of it was obviously being able to go down there and we were speaking about it earlier, like you like you just felt with the kind of the setup, everything they've got, you're down in England, like you're in a championship, you're gonna get better like straight away. Even if it doesn't even you don't ever make an appearance for Preston or you don't ever break through, you know you're gonna get better in the time, the two or three years that you're gonna like be there or whatever. Um so there was that kind of aspect of it as well. Like I go down there, like as I said, necessarily don't need to become a first team player at Preston, but you could like you'll get better. Somebody else down there potentially takes a chance, and listen, the amount of players down there that just go club to club, team. club to club, and just make an absolute earning fortune, thousands man. and thousands no. of pounds a Fair week. Play. Yeah, I always, I always take my hat off to, especially that you've been at that age, and then basically committing to that and on having Aye. the balls to go down and do that. You know what I mean at Aye. a young age because very difficult i know it's preston and it's no a million miles away from home but yeah. being that young and saying right i'm going to do this i'm going to take a plunge it's very it's very very difficult no definitely and like you were, i was moving down there and there was going to be we was in a house uh, and when i went down on trial there was about there must have been about 12 13 14 boys in this right. one house and it was a family it was like two fans like basically looked after right. 12 or 14 whatever it was and oh, i went down and i said when i was um on trial for the week i was like one of the trial another trialist that was in there a big french boy and me and him like shared a room uh and it was obviously like it was just two like single beds and that and like this guy was an absolute like <coughs> giant eh? and he was i remember waking up kind of uh, waking up in the morning one time i turned around and like his feet are like he's dangling <laughs> his feet are like dangling off the edge of his bed eh? and i'm still i'm just still kind of wee guy i'm still only 17 <laughs> like and i was like i think he was meant to be like similar ages and i was just kind of how is he that like uh, how, how am i going to end up like competing with boys at, like uh, that uh, size uh, and that you know what i mean um feet dangling off the edge of the bed and i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's no obviously with ferguson leaving it's chapman yeah happened with chapman as well you end up going to motherwell so uh, Stuart mccall was feeling quite brave to bring you in and not get the sack <laughs> but uh, how, how did the, the the move to motherwell come about was there anybody else that was interested at the time well as, as i said i kind of i went to i went in for to celtic for a week um we were at we were training i just remember it was always it was terrible terrible weather so we were in it um indoor at ravens Creek. um and then nothing kind of like materialized from that um and then the motherwell thing came up and it was almost like because of what had happened at Preston and stuff like that, I was, I was almost kind of like, like it's just like 
mm-hmm. get get something signed so i know because at this stage i'm still like still applying to like universities and that yeah, for like, for the it. summer i'm still trying to like what am i actually going to what am i doing here am i am i staying doing education or that or whatever and getting an apprenticeship or am i going to like go in somewhere full time so with the motherwell thing i think you don't get me wrong at the time motherwell were flying so it was like a good mm-hmm. club to go to um but when it kind of came up i was just like i like let's just get that like mm-hmm. get it signed like let me like know basically what i'm doing mm-hmm. in the future and that and as i say it was a, like massive like at the time big club for me to go to yeah. uh to kind of keep trying to get you know i mean develop and stuff you've suffered a bad injury yeah. there was your knee that you've kind of got quite unfortunate because steven saunders was in the aye. first team and he suffered quite a bad injury right after you didn't aye. he right at the same time basically obviously aye. you're probably quite part of him and stuff and you know why that may be injured but we've all been there where it's like this should have been a chance for aye. me see before when i got like the day i got injured and that i wasn't even meant to be training um so we were like the youth team they used to play your games on a friday um and then on a tuesday because when I first went in, I'd started really well. To be fair, I was playing under 19s, but I'd, I was doing like I was doing well. Um, and on the, I think it was the Tuesday or the Wednesday, um, the first team were playing a bounce game, and Stuart McCall that like wanted me to play in the bounce game, and I spoke to the like the youth team manager. It was Gordon Young at the time, and we were we'd started the season really well in the league, and we were playing Celtic on the Friday, and Young he was like said to me he was like, you know, just like can I keep him? like if the bounce game next week fine but obviously we've got a big game like in terms of friday like whatever um so stuart mccall was kind of, kind of like right that's fine so i wasn't i was meant to be i was meant to play in a game that day bounce game ended up training and then like done my knee basically at training and that was me for six about six months or whatever it was um it's just a lot it's just a major your luck you know what i mean you can't those kind of things. Listen, I could have played in the game and got a worse injury. You know what I mean? You never know what could have happened. But um, it was actually, I didn't even know that at the time. It was after uh, Young even speaking to my dad. He told my dad that. And I was kind of like, Nah, time with my dad told me I was like, was like <laughs> Cheers, still devastated <laughs> you know what I mean I was like Charlie any chance any chance man I feel it's taking a sliding door moments but you look Ferguson doesn't get right. sacked for Preston yeah. you're at Preston Aye. I mean granted Aye. your career's turned out well anyway but yeah. you're like you could have been playing in the championship because of that it's put doubt in your mind so Aye. you think I just need to sign with Motherwell I know that I mean they were like second in the league at Aye. the time you know Nothing. what I mean Aye. you're like it's no a bad move at all, but at the same time you're like, I just need to get this done because aye, of that, yeah. and then it leads to you getting injured. And um, I, it's quite hard. You've came back in. Yeah. You've been got steady and loan. Yeah. Young player of the month when you were there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've had, you've had some eventful career by the way. But by the time you're only about eighteen. Aye, that's the thing. I was like, I was still. Like, I knew, obviously, I was still, um, still young, and I think most players. See, be fair. If you're going to get a bad injury, you're better off getting it when you're young because. You can yeah. still recover, you know what I mean? Whereas when you get bad injury when you're older, you're harder, yeah. a lot harder yeah, to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can still, as a young boy, you can still kind of, you're still probably still growing in that as well, like try to fill out and whatever it is. So um, from that point of view, I kind of try and look at it as maybe I was yeah. a bit lucky I got my injury when I got my injury and um, I was able to recover. I still had, obviously I just signed at Motherwell, so I still had like a year and, I mean, 18 months basically, probably longer than that left on a contract and many players make to do injuries now and come the summer they're out of contract and clubs are like, uh, no, like no responsibility anymore uh, you know what i mean so i still i knew i was lucky enough to have that safety net in terms of 
I had I knew I was able to almost well, take your time with your rehab because you want to get back straight away, but there wasn't a, like a rush for me that, to kind of get back and mm-hmm. like you know I mean get back as soon as you can because you need to start playing again. I had time like on my side, if you know what I mean. Particularly like, as you're older now, but you're 28 now, so you're an experienced player. You know what it's like when you're 17, aye. you get that injury, you think, well, this is the end of the world. Aye, but aye. You, you look back now and you're saying, well, 17, it doesn't matter if you're known the but first you've done, the, you've done the right thing or not, but it sounds as if you've, you've always had a good head in your shoulders, Nicky, because it'd be so easy at a young age just to want to rush back, and it's like far too soon. Aye, I think the the Motherwell, the guys at Motherwell were really good in terms of that. Like, they wouldn't, like, see some days you kind of get your programme and you're like, you know what you're doing the Monday and you know what you're doing the Friday. Mm-hmm. And on the Monday, you're like, Friday's work. Like, what? <laughs> day, like, I could do these exercises I made on Friday. Yeah. And to be fair, they were good in terms of they were just like, just like, nah, <laughs> like, it's not happening. Yeah, I'm not ready. Like, even though you just think four days' time, you know what I mean? So it's not going to kill me the yeah. new. If I can do it four days, I'll do it the new. But yeah. they were just like, nah, it's not like, you're not doing it. Like, you go through it step by step by step. And to be fair, that helped that's me when players need in it. But you're oh, especially when you're like, especially when you're young, because yeah. as I said, you're young, you probably don't really. Probably don't even really understand about your injuries and that. You're you're just like ah, it's just a knee injury. Like it feels alright today. Aye, I feel fine. Right you know what I mean? It's, so like even the now you get injuries and that, and it's always for me. I'm always in the shower. Eh? I was like, if you get a sword like hammer or that, and you start stretching it, you're like, it feels alright in the shower and that. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you could train the day and stuff like that. You go and tell the physio, was like, I had, I was in the shower and like straight, like felt fine. He's just looking at me as if like, I'm going to do a 50-year long bust and all that up and try and swing exactly. on the ball. Anything that's sound in the shower, you're fine to play or you're fine to train, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, nah, it was, as I said, it was it was probably good for me when it happened, but Motherwell were brilliant in terms of like the rehab and stuff right. like that. They were like bang on the money and don't say I was lucky, but at the time, as you said, Saunders done his, uh, snapped his Achilles at the same time. So I wasn't in that up in the gym at Motherwell, myself, mm-hmm. all day when everyone else is out training, me and him went through the rehab yeah. basically. Um, and that made me and him good pals to be fair, um, just because we were going through programs basically at the same time, we were similar amount of time out of the game as well. So mm-hmm. it was good to kind of have somebody to be yeah, be there with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've had your spell at um, Stenny, yeah. went back, and then you've ended up going back to Dumbarton and yeah. Lone, Ian Murray and Jack Ross. Yep. Ian Murray for me is one where I think he's done very well in management and don't get me wrong, he's having a great season with Erdry. Yeah. I'm surprised he's no go a kind of necessarily St Mirren type aye, or something because he seems his progression's <laughs> gone that way. Aye. He seems to be doing very well and then Jack Ross who's had a good career as well in management. Yeah. What's it like learning for two guys like that when you're really young? Aye, it was good. You see we were speaking about earlier about managers coming in. I remember because when I first went back, uh, Ian Murray wasn't he? He was coming in. He came in about a week after I went in. Um, Another manager, the, the manager left you just went in. The old manager, Alan <laughs> Adamson, the first one. Well, my second manager at Dumbarton left just as I went back. So again, like honestly, you rack up the amount of managers I went through. I swear, surprised we anyone's lie, ever Nicky, anyone's you know ever I mean? signed me since. Because if the gaffer's um, watching, you'll be sweating out. Aye. Um, so it was like we were speaking about like managers, like first impressions and that, and like. When we when he came in, we were again training at Tory Glen, and Ian Murray he must have spoke for ten seconds. Really? Just like basically, hi, new man, Ian Murray, new manager. Um, Jack Ross is on the pitch, like setting stuff up for training or whatever. He's like Jack Ross is on the pitch. Um, I would speak to boys like during training, whatever, uh, and then that was it. 
and like you're all kind of again you're all sat there but I, you don't know what you expect because see if you don't know see if somebody doesn't know him uh, it's different like you get a manager come in and somebody's played with him before and you're like oh he was like I said he was like that like nobody knew what to expect almost uh, um so it was kind of like we were all kind of kind of sitting about looking at each other as if like you're going to say it now uh, and then he kind of just like get up and kind of like left and then straight away everyone just turns to like look at the captain so we all just turned straight away <laughs> as if like we just going out then is that us just to train whatever um but no he was like him and jack ross were good jack ross's training was really good um that's why i'm not surprised to be fair he's went and done really well especially like when he was part-time because he, he knew Ed and Bartley knew what boys wanted to do like train. there's nothing worse than you go to training especially if you're only there twice a week and it's a pure slog and it's like rubbish he knew like what boys wanted but also what he had to get out it as well what the messages and that they wanted to get across so he was really good so i'm not surprised when he went to Alva, he done like that. very well because he was used to that environment already like getting boys mm -hmm. what he needed but also like boys were like buzzing to come to training and that you know what i mean um and the two of them went on and done like brilliant of that and we ended up because when we first again weren't they doing great that was in the championship we're only doing great and then by the time i'd left there like i think we'd we'd beat everybody in the league that year um by the time i'd left like i think it was this one morton were going for the title i think we bat we battered mm. both of them under uh jack ross and uh ian murray so that no, was good to learn as i said jack ross was good for me because he played yeah. similar right. positions um so you could kind of he was almost no well, always on me but like always kind of pointing out stuff right. to me that I could do better which even, again even, young even boy even Murray playing at Rangers yeah, and that, that and exactly. played at Similar, a, a high level know what I mean and he was a defender aye. Aye. Well, just the experience yeah. they've got and like aye. even just kind of like wee pointers in that that like they say to you and stuff that maybe like sticks in your head aye. and you're kind of um you try and almost take you try and take as much as you can for most managers but mm -hmm. um just like wee things like that and as I said their experience was brilliant for me just aye. in terms of positional wise as well you know what I mean You've ended up, it's no work to uh, Motherwell for you. You went back to Steny, you yeah. went permanent. To I Stenny. went permanent, aye. For your debut, Bobby Lynn. Aye, sent off, didn't I? Aye, aye. So uh, how, how was that? Because Bobby Lynn's obviously, aye. he's one of the guys that, he's never really played at the, the yeah, highest level, but a very good player aye. though, you know what I mean? Like lower leagues, like level, uh, in League 1, League 2, Championship, Um, he was like very good. He was probably the one at that level that I didn't I didn't like playing against him um just partly because i think he was i don't say he was older but he was probably in getting to his prime years and that and i was still only probably 18 or whatever so i think he knew i think he knew i don't mean he knew he had me but i think he knew every time he was playing against me he was like nah, i could get i could get him <laughs> like i know kind of i know he doesn't like playing against me almost yeah. um and I think it was two, was it two yellows? I think, I think it was aye, two was yellows. Extra time and, you get aye, eventually in the extra time I get sent off, but I think we won the penalty shootout, I think. Um, we got through in the, like, in the end, so. But it was good, like, again, like, obviously it's not great, great at the time, but experience-wise, like, you start learning straight away, like, you can't maybe make the same mistakes or, I mean, you get punished for other things that you wouldn't get punished at youth level or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Playing against a guy like that, it's a lot of experience. Aye, he's got, as you say, he's got so much experience, and you're trying to get used to, like, you're still trying to find your way in the game or whatever. And yeah. Come up against experienced players, it's hard. Like, it's difficult. That, that year Rangers were in, in the Aye. rugby's, your first game at 
was it Ibrox the 8 0 game? <laughs> how, how was that? What a bad season this is. <laughs> what about Logan? It, it gets better, don't worry about it. I don't, I don't, I don't do any prep for these oh, things. I just come in and just, just take it as it comes. Oh. But by fuck, you're, you get, you're, you're not doing well here, PG. No, no, um, it, get, it gets better. It gets that better. was, uh, I remember that day, that was because it was like basically a full house. Because um, I think it was Armed Forces Aye. Day at Ibrox. Um, I was good pals with Nicky Law was obviously at Rangers at the time, and I was good pals with him from Motherwell because he was one of the ones I used to do. His, I used to clean his boots, so it was, I had him and Stephen Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, Scouser. Uh, um, so I had him and texting Nicky Law, and he texts me like before the like he, he was good to be fair. He texted me before the game, and he was like, "Just good luck, blah blah." blah. And I remember standing in the tunnel, and I seen you. We were going for playing at Oakville View the week before at home to whoever it was, and then you're going to. Like Ibrox and there's yeah, fifty yeah. odd thousand and uh, he said something. He said something to me. I told him we were walking. Away. He was like, said something about like this is like this is what you're playing football for. Basically, as we were kind of, uh, and it's like simply the best that they play yeah, when you're yeah, walking yeah. out. Yeah. Um. So and as I said, it was like full. Um. The atmosphere was like I'd never experienced it before because obviously even when I was at Dumbarton and that we never had any games that were mm-hmm. um anything like that and at Motherwell like youth team level or whatever we never kind of never played in front of 50,000 nah, um and Rangers scored Rangers scored within about two minutes that day I think John Daly might have John scored Daly a hat-trick four that day. did he get four Aye. I just always remember I <laughs> always remember when the fifth goal went in I've like whenever it's went like whatever's happened when it's went in I was on the ground and the captain was on the ground boy Ross McMillan mm-hmm. and we kind of like <laughs> two is just the exact same time obviously we've just looked at each other and then both phases just kind of looked up at the scoreboard and it was like 51 minutes or something. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this could end up, literally could end up. Yeah. This could be like, in here. And there's Aye. just one MC Rangers still had like, they had good play, especially for like the, that level for like League One players. They'd signed, they'd signed most of the boys that were still playing the Premiership the year before. You know what I mean? Even like, like Nicky Law and that, he was one of Motherwell's best players. They finished second in the Premier League the year before now he's like obviously like rangers so they, they were still a good good side don't get me wrong there wasn't no the kind of players they've got now but they were, were playing against league Aye. one teams they were, they were good and it was just one of them see if you get it's even similar now see if you get celtic rangers and they're on Aye. a good day like we were speaking about it like from the living game uh last week that we could all play at our best Still, still not make no way enough. Aye, so like we and we could all play every all eleven hours or whatever the subs, everything could be our best game. Still not make be enough to beat Rangers and say that because if they turn up, you can't do it. You can't like. They so for us at the time, you know what I mean? Um, we were nice and we were. It'd be hard for you, Matt, but probably a day like that, studying good stuff for the rest aye, of your career because you're you're going right. I know what, need, what I need to do now and the aye, character you exactly, need to jump back exactly, to and how ruthless the football can be not aye, right? exactly and I don't even know if you mentioned it but I'll put it in anyway because then two months later or something we went and get 3-3 three, three. <laughs> so I told you it gets better no but even like that even listen I'm not saying because we lost 8-0 you then went and got a like a draw It's no, that's no how like it works you know what I mean but like as you said the experience of going there and taking a doing like Especially because I was younger, I I can now look back and think I it was like learning cover whatever. Listen, senior boys and that that were there probably were like why why the worst oh, this is I brutal or whatever it is. Um, still look back. Listen, you still look back and say it was a terrible result for us. Um, 
and they'll say it was brutal. But for a younger boy, I I think you've, you can potentially look at it and think, I I've probably grown from that. You you do learn from it. Well, that's thing. You're very experienced at playing against Celtic Rangers. You've done it multiple times at Parkhead Nybrooks. But it's like you're saying that that's a huge that is a great experience for you. Even Aye. it sounds stupid to say it, but taking it down is probably Aye. a good experience for you because you're like you got to learn so much learn, more for it. Aye, at the time, I, think, I always remember it was like the boy Lewis McLeod would play in the left for Rangers when uh, that season, and like Lee Wallace was left back. So like they were, as I said, he's earlier. They still had good like good Aye. players. Like Luke McLeod yeah. went eventually went down to Brentford Aye. and stuff like that, and Aye. done really well. So. um it was good experience. Obviously, the scoreline was, like, as I said, was yeah, wasn't good. It was brutal. I, um, I almost is like you've got to kind of look at it as what it is. I, but um, as I said, but then you then go and get a decent result a couple of months later. And, what's um, the what's the difference to that game? Obviously, you know the it's first like, game we played two up front. The second <laughs> game we sat. Second game we didn't play any up front. That's thing. Like when we first before the eight 0 game, we actually standing. We had started the season well. We were doing all right. Um, and we were playing two up front. We had Sean Higgins and uh, John Gemmell. So it was like we had two like strikers, if you know what I mean. So um, the manager went there at the time and was like, wanted to kind of have a go. And listen, as I said, did he walk, did he walk out? We didn't really have a go at anything. Um, but then, you, as you said, you learn from it. You kind of... It's happened to better sides. That's, that's the thing. Like, even like... Well, I won't get beat 8-0 after him in the I, Premier League, you know what I mean? So Exactly. As I said, see if the, you turn up and... Celtic Rangers are at it. There's aye. A lot of times, not really anything you can, you can nah, do. They're, yeah. they're better. Yep. End of the day, they're better players. That's yeah, why they're playing that's for Celtic Rangers. Yeah. You know what I mean? To touch on your time, um, Scott Booth has been manager for a spell. Yeah. How was your relationship with him? Because he seems, he seems kind of quite aloof. You don't. Aye. I don't know I, how to get a feel of him when I've seen him on the telly. I, right, I, you know? I didn't. Um, I didn't really have a like a bad relationship with him. I just. It just wasn't. It just wasn't for me, to be honest. With you, um, even like small height. The first day he came in, and it was like do like wee possession boxes and that. And there's like three boxes or whatever it is six feet two, seventy two is what it was. And like it was like he would say he was like like a Premier League, like Bundesliga, and then like Champions League. Um, and then everyone was kind of like a wee bit kind of condescending. It's a bit uh, cringy, aye, yeah, kind of yeah. like. And then it would be like. He was like, you'd start, and then within about five seconds, like, stop. He's like, everyone's turning around. He's like, just to make sure, has anybody else played in all three of these? And then you could, like, see for me at the time, I'm obviously still only 18, and I'm just kind of like, uh, whatever, but see, like, some of the senior boys uh, are they're, like, they're, they're banging up, up straight uh, away. Uh, it's uh, like, that's exactly. your first, first training session. As you said, mate, first impressions, uh, and straight away, a lot of the senior boys are like, he's a, he's a tosser. See, that guy's it depends on the way people I carry heard himself. I about Sean Collins, but when he was at Hibs, I know. Similar, was I he? heard he was one about his tap off. Top off, aye. Maybe he's like, shredded. Like, like, <laughs> see, see the thing is. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do that, you'll have right away. Running, no running in pre-season, he's up the front. Running. I'm off. That's class. Maybe Martin deliver up at the front. No, do you know who was though? Kenny Black. Oh, Jesus. Blackie was my manager at the reserves at Airdrie. Unbelievable. Him and Stuart McCall's pre-season was like, a shambles, but you couldn't actually moan because came back with everything. Aye, so, yeah. right. so you're, you're, you're looking and you're dying, like blowing at your ass, and you're wanting to no say to senior boys and that, but like you're kind of like looking about as if everyone else blowing. He's up uh -huh. front, like fresh as it. His warm ups <laughs> used to take about fifty minutes. Just day laps of the DL, like the whole way around the sides of the DL, it'd take forever. But he was fit as it as well. Nah, well I, I, he played. 
he was the manager of the reserves and I was there. So I was like 15, 16. Aye. And um, he used to come in and come in these slips and all that. Just like pure boat and pure. Yeah. Every, but he was good. Totally. Aye. He was good. good every, mo- every morning he would be like, he would do like laps aye. or like fuff up. And then if you were up in the, in the gym, like early to do kind of, like obviously when I was up doing like rehab and stuff like that, he was up there himself. Just like, Stage Aye. setups like side setups. You love side setups. I swear. <laughs> like a, um, obliques. Honestly, he just kept all the time. Um, but I like he was just. But see, see, you're saying that way. Blackie wasn't overly the type for that. For what I remember, but Aye. he had a certain way about himself when he talked about Collins and Booth. See, certain guys can get away with that stuff because everybody gets the joke Aye. in it. It's like I can I play at a really good level, but Aye. I'm only having a joke with you here. Yeah. I yeah. imagine it could be quite. I don't, I don't think it helped with Scott Booth as well because the manager had left. Everybody like mm. everybody really liked him, like Martin uh, Martin Corrigan. Like everybody was like we were all. We think we were like because we started the season really well and then we tailed off roughly about Christmas time. Um, but we were still, I think we were in the semi-finals of the, like the Challenge Cup. Um, I think we were like three points off playoffs still. So we were still like, we were still right there. Um, so everyone was kind of still gutted he had left. And then it was just two completely different. And it was one of them, like, as I said, first impressions, I'm 18. So I'm kind of like, right, okay. He's giving it that kind of shout, whatever, but. As I say, some of the senior boys, senior boys straight away like, nah, no chance. Yeah. No chance. You're the ones you need to get on no, side. Because you need it major. It felt, for me, it felt within the first training session, he was, it was the opposite. They went the other way. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. He just, and then he just, get, he played me a lot and then get to the right at the end of the season and then just stopped, like, just stopped playing me and then got, got as I say, got to that end of that season and kind of went separate ways. But, he was, as I said, I didn't really, I, I didn't have like a bad, I wasn't like, I didn't dislike him or anything like that. I was just like, it was probably just better for me to leave. I was just, wasn't going to, like, we weren't going to go on, uh, to be honest with you. And most of the, most of that team all left, uh, to be honest with you. There was massive changes at the that year. Well, then you go to Air United yeah. and then you've got Marco, who is, <laughs> is not the same type oh, of character. But no, no. It's, I think it's Marco made his debut for Kilmarnock like at 15 aye, and stuff. Like, quality player. Makes yeah. told me a story about him and... Uh, Marco? I think it was Marco with him and... Uh, Kearney. Kearney, aye. Kearney story, aye. Running about with, with pints Kearney. of fish and all that. Kearney, honestly. <laughs> him, <laughs> he drank it, not? He, aye. He, he ended up... Uh, Kearney was one of the ones that eventually came to air when I was at air. Um, See, I've never met somebody what? like that. I'll tell, I've told like, this story honestly. on the podcast before. Right? Kearney was here above me at school. Aye. And uh, I was in first year. So I'm sitting outside the, the head teacher's office. I'm about to get up the road. I'm not feeling well. Kearney just like, the way my school was, you didn't you didn't just get to outside the office. I don't know how he's ended up getting there. Walking down all these corridors and turns and sits beside me. Just plants his right beside me. Looks at me and goes, don't you could bother me? So Honestly, I'm like, I'm like, so- I think he's <clears> testing me or something. Aye. Aye, aye. I couldn't like, that. Cool. Aye. Just that was talking it. to us. Done. What, is that, what has happened to you? Uh, he honestly, he was just like, the boys used to be on him something <laughs> awful with, with uh, I was going to say it, Olivia, uh, just because like, he was just like, some of the stuff you do, you're just like, really, what, like, what are you doing? They like, used to talk about this, like having this big massive house all the time. That's all he would speak about. If you, if like, have you seen his size? Because the way he talked, like, <laughs> you seen his size of my house. You're like, <laughs> you're like you're, and then for ages, his WhatsApp picture used to be a picture of a hot tub, and his hot tub, the hot tub was in his mom and dad's house. It wasn't even in his house. <laughs> and honestly, the boys used to absolutely hammer him for it. But like, I Kearney was no similar to Marco, but Marco was just. Nah, Marco was Kearney stays out in living. I think he stays out that way. Yeah, because it used to take him ages to get to it. Training. 
used to because obviously it was a bit of a joint for him. Um, he used to always complain about what time he would get back at like night and that, and boys would be on him, and then that's when it was always like, yeah, but a big house I'm going back to and that, and you see my house, you see my house, yeah. They used to talk about, I think there was a season at Hibs or something that he set, must have set Griffiths up so many times. And used to talk that was all he used to talk about the amount of assists he got for Griffiths one year. <laughs> I, got, I got my mouth to say, exactly. exactly. Uh, so, so, how was it playing for, for Marco? Marco. Marco was brilliant. I just think he was spoke about earlier. You just what he just what he'd involved in, he still what he'd involved in everything. You know what I mean? Like, I think at the time he was the manager, and Andy Milne was the assistant manager. See if you were to switch their roles, see if Marco was the assistant and Andy was uh, the manager. I think yeah. it would, I think it would have been perfect. Because I think Marco, like, Marco's very good in terms of, like, he, he does know, he knows his stuff. Right. Like, Marco's, like, top player. Um, but he just, I don't know, I just think he found it, he probably found it hard because he went from being a player at air as well. Like, right. I think that transition's, transition. I, I think that's really difficult. Especially when you're somebody like Marco who is involved in anything that's grown at a club. He's, like, yeah, he's, a part he's, of I, he's involved in it. So it was probably hard for him maybe right. no being involved right. in it. And he was still trying, but... We just didn't we didn't do well that season to be fair. We didn't um it just didn't really kinda happen for us to be honest with you. Um but he was like, as I say, great guy and stuff like that, and he obviously took me in there. You know what I mean? I could have been aye. majorly like looking for a club, you know what I mean? I might have known I had anything um when I'd left Stenhouse Muir. So like obviously I'm always kinda grateful for aye. him. He likes to tell me how he saved my career all the time <laughs> that as well. well I mean, that's but I'm, I'm that's good to hear that because I've always get Aspirations to be a manager. Uh, back, thanks, Marco. Aye. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think that would be my problem. I love to be involved in everything. So probably Aye. the role I'm at the news, ideal a coach or an assistant manager. Because I'm assistant manager now because when the boys are all talking about a night out, not in the dressing room, I get itchy feet. Not Aye. what's, what's happening, happening, boys. Aye. Aye. Come I, 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 I just think. I think. See, the first see now he could probably listen. I don't. I've no like. No, been in a situation, a dressing room situation when recently or that. So he could now probably be. Maybe not ready, but like it could be that manager but, type. But just at the time, I think just from mm -hmm. from going from player ma like player into manager, like because he was still registered as a player nah. when I first went. So it was, I just think he found it like hard. And listen, you knew there was a manager's dressing room, but he was never in it. He was just in our <laughs> dressing room all the time. Like whereas other managers are the exact Stay opposite. The you know what I mean? Play. You don't see them. Well, he's just went as assistant manager at Van Afternoon with Ryan Stevenson. Steve but it's like, you're, you're saying that with Andy Mill. Andy was assistant at St. Murn when my brother was there. Aye. And that's another fat guy, man. Oh, he was an absolute he played, machine. Well, he played, what, when he was 40 aye, or something? Aye, aye. Aye. He's still playing uh, St. Murn and that as well. Just ridiculously fat. Aye. Right, so you've got another manager sacked. Right, so Ian McCall comes in. <laughs> oh, man. You end up getting made club captain. Right, I feel like you should be about 40 by the time that you've got to this stage. I know, see if you talk about saying you were 18 and I was still a young boy. I'm going to end up born in the flare. Uh, I must have, before like, Ian McCall came in, I'm probably, what, 20? And he's, I've genuinely went through about... You went through the hard school, Nick, yes. That's, that's why I was well, well, done. Andy Robertson, that's what I was going to uh, bring that back to. About six, seven probably managers, and I'm still, what, well, <laughs> 20. So I was like, I, I've almost thought, like, Nicole's going to come in here, he's got to try and front me. He's a 20-year-old when people are losing their jobs, <laughs> Nicky's like, the young boys, brand new, I'm on my sixth one. Fine, <laughs> we'll be fine, but whatever. But, ah, uh, nah, he came in, nah, he came in, he was, he was brilliant for me, you know what I mean? He was class for me, so... I know Ian McCall's very probably either like him or aye, as I can a marmite kind of reputation. I, he's 
definitely that's what he is but that's that's probably why he's had like success in that as well like he's he's very good at what he does and i can understand why some people don't nah. like that you know what i mean but he was brilliant for me how's the conversation go were you getting in and him saying you're going to be captain it was weird actually because it was like i'd basically agreed to like sign another year um and then he just kind of threw it in at the end of the the conversation he just kind of threw it in he didn't even like i don't even think he kind of asked me i think he just said he was like right you need to go to do press i was like right. when you were at air at the time you didn't really do a lot of press yeah. or that and i was like the the kind of you know the one guy almost doing an airshow that done all the couple of their games so yeah. i was like is it just him he kind of went and there was like three or four and i was kind of like what's happening here and then he was like oh by the way you're like the captain this year <laughs> and i was kind of like Cheers. right okay i know bodies uh right and then you go and kind of do the interviews or whatever you had to no had to go and do but you went and spoke to um the press and that and all their questions were about being captain and that and you're still probably try uh-huh. to try to process it almost because as i said it was just like a yeah i don't mean a throwaway comment but it was just like just flung it in right at the end like you'd uh-huh. already agreed to sign and then it was just like by the way you're the captain this year and i was like right, right sound die okay <laughs> um yeah. right fine fair enough eh? that was quite a good year for you yeah. now, since we're, we're having a lot of good and bad for you so far, <laughs> I'm going to go with your your debut at, um, at Dumbarton. Eh, sorry, your debut is, you get sent off against Bobby yeah. Lynn. And then your debut as captain, he's going to beat three and a half Albion Rovers. Aye. But it ends well. It gets yeah. better. It's doing round the playoffs. Can I, fling, can I fling that one in? I was suspended that day. <laughs> I was suspended. I was suspended. To be fair, that was because like, I was actually speaking about that game not long ago because... Uh, me and the boy Craig Moore, mm-hmm. who just signed for Darvo recently, yeah. um, he was obviously he was at Motherwell. He was still at Motherwell at the time, and I knew McCall was like trying to sign him. And he said to me, he was like, he was like, what's it like? What's air like? Blah blah. And I was like, I, I was like, you, you know, it's like me. See, somebody asks you what it's like, and if you want them to sign, that's always good. You tell them it's ah, everything's brilliant. Like, manager will really like you. Yeah, it will be <laughs> brilliant. Blah blah. And then the first game, I think he was like, he came injured or he came. By the time he signed, it wasn't in time for that game. And like me and him were like we're at Clifton uh Cliftonville, Cliftonville. Uh, 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 Cliftonville. Is it Cliftonville? Cliftonville. Uh, Cliftonville. Cliftonville. Uh, 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 Cliftonville. Like fans aren't allowed to go to all that now. I mean, him alone. I said it was like just went one nil, two nil, three, and then he's like, I could feel him turning and looking at me as if like, <laughs> what's, ha- like what's happening here? Eh? And it was getting towards the end of the game, and like obviously we were trying to get the ball back and play quickly because we're like getting scudded. And um, McCall's like turned around to us because we're in this stand. It's just us two in this stand, and he was like, he's like spread, he's like spread yourself out because if the ball went in there, it wasn't coming back in for about five minutes. I could just see Murray looking at me as a fight. He's saying that you. <laughs> he's telling me, McCall's telling me to go that side. Murray go that side. The ball goes in the stand, run get and get it, it and get it back in. Oh, and I was like, you could just feel Murray as a fight. Because I think he had a few options of going different places and loan uh, or whatever. And he's like, eventually uh-huh. came there, and he must have been like. What's going on? And I was just like, oh, please, please, get please get better than this, man. Please. <laughs> I thought, I, like, when that first happened, like, because we'd signed a lot of new players and we'd signed, like, good players, but you, you could beat 3 0 in the first game. You're kind of, I was like, oh, this yeah. can't be another season like last, like, the year before. I was like, yeah. can't even bother again. Nobody team we've got. Um, but I, as you said, it got, thankfully, it got, got a lot better than <laughs> the first game anyway. Yeah, so you've had um, Stranraer in yep. the playoffs, Aye. one each. 
that 90, was it 94 to yeah, some of that, that um, equaliser. And then you go and draw with them and beat them in penalties. Aye. What's that experience like? Because obviously you've been involved in the playoffs on the other end of it. Aye. What's it like trying to get promoted into Aye. a higher league? Aye, it was like it was class to be fair. And listen, the air probably are a team that they, they should be in. The championship should be the level that they're at. Um, and obviously being able to help get back up to, to that level because they've only been there for a couple of years. They get relegated three or four years before it. Um, and then we're kind of stuck in League One for a while. Um, so like helping get back up, it was almost you were... See, because we'd, we'd done really well that season and we were obviously, we finished second, so we were obviously the second best team and um, Strengthson, I finished fourth um, and like just getting the playoffs right at the end. So they were probably the team coming in there right. on form and, and we are the team at the end that are kind of, it's hard because you get to the last three or four games and you know you're going to be, right. you're going to be in the playoffs, are. but like you still get three or four games to play. Don't I don't say they don't mean anything, but like yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Um, and they're obviously starting to get into the playoffs. They're having to win and win and win. So they came in with momentum. I think they battered Livy. So I think they battered Livy right. in the I semis. Five um, I, so they were coming into the game like confident that. So when you get when you eventually get promoted, it was more of a you almost just kind of felt like kind of like almost like a relief yeah, more than yeah. you obviously you were you were buzzing and you were you celebrating that, but it was kind of like think like. Thank God that's kind of like that. you've managed to like help. Obviously, as I said, help get the club back to like, minimum probably where they should be. Um, by the time like we should, we were lucky the second <laughs> leg. We were <laughs> we were rotten the second leg. See over, see be fair, see both legs. So now we're better on us over the both legs. Um, but we kind of just, as I said, we scored in ninety fourth minute down there, um, and they beat us. Well, they were beating us obviously one 0 that game until we scored and. I think when we scored that, I think psychologically, I think it. Took it I, I think because I think they were like nah, they would have fancied themselves to come to a place where one that we'd and almost hold it out. Um, we'd have struggled to break them down because we Murray actually in the first leg of the playoffs get booked, and that meant he missed. So I think they knew. Obviously, they probably knew that as well because they were trying to wind them up major or early on in the playoffs. Um, so I think they. I think if. We'd lost that game one now. I don't think we'd have. Yeah. I don't think we'd have turned it round. But I think that ninety fourth minute and just to wait around, Doc scored it. Who at the time never ever scored. I think he's left foot for the edge of the box, like almost like half volley. Um, it just I think that knocked the kind of the stuff yeah. into them. And don't get me wrong, even the second leg they should have beat us. They were much mm. better than us at air, but they missed a few chances. And you're just like the longer it went and went, you were just kind of like surely got to be like got to be our day you yeah, know what I mean? um see the, see the championship that obviously you get promoted yeah i was looking at the the table yeah. that was a ridiculously i mean I know he's, he's got relegated the next year and it was obviously difficult yeah hibs dundee united st Mun, falkirk when they were a good side Aye. under firmlin yeah. morton were a good side at the time as well that was a cracking league you were in it was difficult we've uh, honestly at christmas time i thought we were i thought we were fine because st Mun were done absolutely done and they get rid of the manager and brought Jack Ross in. Mm -hmm. And the second half of the season, they had, during the second half of the season, they had more points than Hibs, and Hibs yeah. won the league. Um, so, like, they came for, like, in an ordinary season, nah, we'd have probably been fine. You're looking at worst-case scenario. Christmas time, we're looking at worst-case scenario, you're probably going to be, might be second bottom. You might not be in the playoffs, but, I mean, you take staying up, yeah. you know what I mean, that way in the playoffs for, like, your first season back in the championship. Mm -hmm. Um but then, as I said, like St. Murn after Christmas, just like Jack Ross's team just kind of... And then they went, they didn't sign many players the next season and they won the league the next year. So mm -hmm. 
Um, that second half of the season, they were like very good, and we just kind of like we're just like stuttering along. Right. To be honest with you, we were only kind of putting runs together or getting two or three wins that would have took you to it. Um, but it was hard to do that, as you said. Some of the teams that were in it was like Hibs were very good that year. Dundee United were decent side, as you said. There's there's three or four. You know what it's like as well. See when you're you're in that position and you're losing games, you kind of get into that oh, habit aye, of losing aye. games, and it, it does <clears> sound daft. Well, you end up there's times where like you're, you're talking about Stranraer, um losing that goal probably not to stuff them. There's times you'll have been the tap can in tap of teams yeah. and you lose a goal and you're like, oh, that's us. Aye. That's us. We can't recover. <laughs> Like look, most managers probably talk about it, like winning being a habit and that. But as you said, losing is just, just it's, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's you know what I mean. It's hard to get out that. You know what I mean. And yeah. you're kind of you're not turning up expecting to lose, but like you're turning up for games and it's just one of them. You just feel everything's when you go a goal everything's, down, everything's like, against you. Like, you feel everything's against you, like mm-hmm. and you start probably making up in your head that you know what I mean the referees not representing <laughs> the day or like right. you start trying to question everything. Whereas yeah. like. And it's just because, as I say, it's just because you're on that, on that nah, run and on it that just happens. Yeah, to be fair, that's any level, nah. you know what I mean? You, you win loads of games, you think you go into games thinking mm-hmm. beat anybody, you know? Like nah, last year with us, that kind of that nah, unbeaten that. run movement on, you you were just turning up for games thinking, no matter what they do today, like, we'll, nah, like, we'll beat them, yeah, like, we'll beat them. And it's, as I said, you get in that kind of run with losing as well. It's, it's mad the psychological effects it has though, nah, because you're, You've got the same ability you had before, <laughs> but it's like you just can't <laughs> see it through. Your contract finishes there. Yeah. You've been linked to a couple of clubs. Like you spoke to St. Man, yeah. United. You also spoke. Did you speak to Kelly or did they? I spoke aye. to Kelly. I. But to be fair, that for me that was a was more. That I would never have. Like it was Lee McCulloch was the manager at the time, and so hard in football. How many times like you seen boys like no turn their nose up or something but like pie somebody off and within three four months they've got a job mm-hmm. that they move into another job Aye. you're already there and three or four months ago you think so for me a lot of the thing about like even speaking to them was like uh like i was like i can't like, like he could even if he like gets another job somewhere else like he's always going to remember he didn't even want to like didn't want to speak to didn't even mm-hmm. he i was a premier like he was a premier league manager at the time um this boy's playing the championship and he doesn't even want to like so it was more of a like for me the Kamala one was like a like I wouldn't have can I cut this I, almost this even sense. like you know he obviously he's moved to he's like a hearts in that now like again listen I'm not saying there's anything there but I mean if that was ever to mm-hmm. he could easily turn around and say he's a, he's a prick it's better, he's it's a kind of I wouldn't he, football's too small a kind of mm-hmm. too small a circle and no like no chance no way anybody um but I was, to be fair, I'd agreed to sign with St Mum. I was going to St Mum. I'd been in, spoke to them. Everything was kind of, again, basically sorted uh, with Jack Ross. Um, and then the kind of Walsall came, came up like last minute, basically. Um, That's quite left field, Walsall. I know, Walsall, m- I think it was at the time because they signed the left back, Luke Leahy, from Falkirk. Aye, aye, aye. So it was, they were up watching Luke Leahy. And you were playing And we were them. playing against Falkirk one of the times. Um, and obviously that's, where it basically came yeah. through and went down and met them and I think we met them in like a hotel in Carlisle and stuff like that and basically everything got sorted first basically first mm-hmm. day or whatever yeah. it is um for that kind of right there and then everything basically got sorted and remember the, like the manager at the time when he went down uh when I went down to meet him like he sat like him and the assistant uh, the goalie coach 
uh, both sat like just pints of Guinness, just yeah. pints of Guinness, right. and I was kind of like, but it was like it was good for me just in terms of like made me kind of like relax a wee bit. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a pure because I'd never been involved in like moving like from a club like a club like that to like from air to like a bigger like a bigger <laughs> club and stuff like that. I'd always kind of been like um similar level right. so i'd move to a bigger club and seeing them kind of just as i said sitting like having a couple yeah. of pints or whatever just kind of straight away i was just like okay that sounds probably gave me like, a good chance to relax you and suss you exactly you were kind of exactly. about do you know what i mean aye definitely so no it was it was definitely kind of it was like left field to be fair yeah. what was it like down there what was it, it was good. good i liked it i really liked it it's just um where is walsall is it near london no uh birmingham birmingham basically next to right, birmingham right, aye right. midlands um so it was <clears throat> it was good in terms of there was obviously a lot of travel some of the traveling in england's a shambles for some of the te- yeah. like some of the teams it must be like just a, a heavy calendar they have done there as well just that's the that was the hardest thing for me i was going for part-time like so air i was still <clears throat> we were only twice a week and then you're going to do there a I well first of all you're going full time again so that takes a bit of adjusting and then as you said, what forty six league yeah, games, I mean, an extra fifty plus games a season, eight, and right? At least in it, that. and that's thing. Like you see up here, I know. Obviously, we've not had a game this weekend, but there's no many, no many free weekends up here. Mm-hmm. So, and you play however many games down there. There's an extra 10, 12 games, so it's uh, ten till Tuesday they be, nights. They basically you know I mean? play midweek right for Most the get go, don't they? Most of the time, it's like midweek, and as I said, like being at Walsall, you weren't too bad in terms of you were like central, mm-hmm. so you're like in the Midlands, so it wasn't. A, there wasn't too many overnighters, like traveling wise, but so many people like you play with Carlisle or you play with like Plymouth or something well like that. Aye. Like, aye. Incredible, the traveling man. You're saying that you went for part time, yeah, two, two kind of training sessions a week. Yeah. We had um, a live night and Darren McKinnon was one of our guests on it. He spoke about going for Clyde Bank yep. to Hamilton aye. and he said he really struggled with the, the full time kind of fitness and the way it was. Aye. How were you <coughs> stepping into that level? First? No, I think I'd, you almost like, the first like 10 games, first couple of months of that, you kind of, almost the buzz it still just gets you mm-hmm. through in that, but eventually you do, you eventually then, for me it was like a kind of, not hit a wall, but you, your performance you start and you, you maybe start picking up like wee, like niggles and that, and I know I've had a couple of bad knee injuries, but I've never, never been wanting to have like, been out for like two weeks with like this, or right. sore groins, and I've never really had that, Um, but you start like picking up kind of wee niggles and that, it's just your body, listen I was, I was like, when I was there, I was coaching the academy. So I was going to schools, like, listen, most of it was like babysitting. You were like primary ones and primary ones and twos. And some of the classes were even like the nursery classes and stuff like that. So it was like, they didn't even, didn't know what football was. You know what I mean? They just wanted to Mm -hmm. run about in wee circles and that. So um, I went, you went for that to then training every day. And um, as you said, like earlier, some of the teams in League One you're coming up against were like, difficult you know what i mean you've got to like sunderland going to like portsmouth places like that um it was hard and just physically you just find it kind of like you just almost feel like i'm can't like, i can't yeah. do this but it's just as the boy mckinnon probably say you just probably you're just your body's trying to get mm-hmm. used to it it's a big it. jump and either way so either either going part-time to full-time or full-time doing to part-time yeah. i that's why a lot of guys struggle maybe when they go when they leave full-time and go part-time because they're no used to like only doing mm-hmm. and then the onus is on them to then do the rest. go and do the rest during the week you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's hard 
Hubbish playing with all sort of time. Any players that we know? Characters. Well, no, when I first went, but Russell Martin was there. Was right, my second was year. Russell right. Martin was there. Right. The, What's Russell Martin like? His second year. He's as if he's grasping the managers. He's um. Some of the stuff like if you've seen some of the stuff with like MK Dons and that, like the their, their training playing? and that is like just where the goals are worth going. Right, total like he is just total, total like maybe kick it more than twenty yards probably. And it's mad because I wouldn't say how he was like. See, but first of when he was when he played for Walsall, I think he was only there for like the first six months, and then I think he actually, I think he actually left and went in coaching at MK Dons. Um, but like even like with us, like you could tell he was starting to, obviously he was, he was coming to the end of his career, but you could tell he was starting to almost think kind of mm. coaching wise, because he was like wanting, even when he was on the park, he was wanting boys to like pass it a lot more than like, uh, don't like just do this. And like his experience, because obviously he was at Rangers the year mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Rangers the year before, and then he came back to, he went back to Norwich, and I think he got, his contract ran out or paid up, whatever it was. Um, and then came out. So he was like massive in terms of like experience for us, kind of um, played like a lot of games international level, played Norwich Premier League for mm. a good few years. So he was good to kind of like <clears throat> have, like you could tell he was like, he was starting to, he was thinking about the um, coaching side. And I was actually speaking to him not long ago. I spoke to him after the last Old Firm game and I was actually asking him about the boy O'Reilly because mm-hmm. he's came right. obviously from MK Dons. And he was saying he was like desperate to get the Swansea Chairman to sign him. Ah, he was, like, right. I was dying from him. He actually said to me, he's like, you'll play for England. Right. He's like the boy O'Reilly. He was like, he's he was like Celtic will make five, six, seven times what they've what they've paid for him. He's, he's, um, he's, he's got a lot of quality, but aye. I suppose you have to leave Celtic to play aye, for England. Today, aye, of course, aye. aye. But he was aye, Rush has done he's done really well. He's done really well at MK Dons and got moved to Swansea. I think it's been a tough season for him, but like as we've kind of spoken on that championships. Aye. It's particularly see if a guy wants to change aye, the that whole, philosophy, aye. then you need to give them a Definitely. couple of years to be able to do it. Definitely. You stayed up in the last day. <laughs> um again you're kinda of the flip side for what you were um with air when aye. you said kind of promotion and stuff. How's that been? Because you always see the stuff down south, it's it's a very big thing when like obviously it's up here as well, but clubs make a big deal when you manage to stay up. It's like aye. a celebration. Aye. How does that feel for you <clears> as a player? It was just I think we kind of like we knew like and being in League One like also wasn't a big mm. League One team like we were we were doing well to stay in League One if you know what I mean um, even like say like like teams that were the that were down the bottom of the first season when we were down the bottom like Bradford and stuff like that teams that were uh, big you still get like twenty uh, twenty one thousand fans going to their games and stuff like that so like we knew we were majorly punching above our weight like where the players knew that I think that was a a big kind of issue not an issue but like the fans wanted you to be up near the top end because a couple of seasons before dean smith was the manager mm-hmm. uh, and they had a they had a like right good side and they lost promotion out in the last day and then they lost in the playoffs and i think from that it probably didn't it didn't help the next few years at walsall yeah. because it was almost like that's the bar now like yeah, similarly yeah. probably like even so like leicester when they yeah. won the league i think leicester won the league and then within five months that guy's Managers knowing a job because they're not doing as well. It's like, um, so it was almost felt like there was all not a constant battle, but like fans wanted a lot more than what was happening. But like teams in that league were paying like crazy, Uh, crazy money, and we were like, like, even like Sunderland's and stuff like Sunderland were they were like, I don't say mid table, they were like playoffs area, they weren't ever 
like Aye, right up at the, right away, up at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was there was some like Portsmouth and that was some like big big teams um, in that league, and we were just we knew when we got to the end of the season if we'd stayed up, like we would have had a good season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of them. It's you don't want to celebrate like great and bye but it's, like it's sometimes it's it. like uh, sometimes it's like well that's it's well we should be really you know what I mean of course you know? I think like boys that were under contract you know a lot of times down there you're what probably about 50 some of the teams are like 50% mm-hmm. and as you know if you're under contract you're staying the next season you know what I mean there's yeah. no unless somebody's coming in to buy you you're on 50% of your that's wages for the year before it? like so as you said you don't like to celebrate being the fifth or sixth worst team in the league but you think if you're thinking about where your wallet or you're thinking about stuff like that you're like aye people are losing their jobs and stuff which is important exactly the next season yeah you go down aye draw away Shrewsbury who is that a derby game down there aye it was like closest basically closest team to you aye it's quite a hard one to take I'd imagine after that because they were they had a good season as well and they were in the playoffs and I think they knew they were basically in the playoffs um before the game and I think there was about, I think there was two spaces left to go down in terms of you would have finished third or fourth bottom. Um, and I think there was about four or five different teams. So it was like, even if we'd won, we needed other stuff to go our way, basically. Um, but I lose it, obviously, because it was a derby and that as well. And you've still got the chance of staying up. Uh, we had like, well, so they took like a big, like, travelling support that day. And, um, and that was just, <clears throat> it was just difficult just because. Listen, you get relegated, but you relegated at nah, clubs, yeah. rivals as well. So, I mean, they're like, they're not the players, but their fans nah, are celebrating nah, a draw yeah. like mad, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, they know, like, they know what it does to us, basically. Um, so, aye, it was difficult, but again, like, the teams that were in that le- the league at the time, like, where we, did we underachieve? Like, did to be honest with you i don't think we were i think where we finished roughly give or take one or two places was mm-hmm. probably where where the club was at the time you know what i mean and even now we've went down to like league two like struggled in league two for yeah, the last right. two three years because they only big they don't pay big money so even in league two they wouldn't have been big pairs so try to compete in league one where as i said some of the teams that were spending like mm-hmm. easy money man yeah. easy gary holt's taking you to livingston brought yeah. you back up the road was it your intention to come back? No, man. No, man. It's a retreat. I went through. I went through two. Well, two at Walsall, and then there was a caretaker at the end. So there's three at Walsall. Uh, when he heard Jesus. that you were leaving, he was delighted. I don't care about the delegates. As long as Nicky's away, I can get this job. Go, aye. Aye, he, How did it come boy. about, Olivia? Just to be fair, the after my first year, uh, halfway through my first year at. Also, Levy tried to sign me on loan. It was a year they got promoted uh, from the championship. The year they won, I think they won the playoffs. Um, they tried to get me to come back up on loan, so I knew there was kind of interest there from like before. Um, and then my contract ran out. Also offered me a new deal on that. And see, to be fair, I wasn't in, like wasn't in any rush to come back up the road. Um, and then told to be fair, told the missus that like uh-huh. could, chance to go back up the road, like Livingston, blah blah. blah. And, her first thing to me, to be fair, was straight away, she was like, is that the Premier League? Like, Livingston? Uh-huh. And I was like, aye. And she's like, right, let's go. That's us. That's us going back up the road. Just shows you the road, um, boss. But, I, but it was one of them as well. She, to be fair, I'd never played in the Premier League up here. Obviously, with Dumbarton in there, I was like in the Championship. So it was like, 
one of the things for me as well is like I like to back up and and like test like test yourself up there uh back up the road so um no it was like it was a listen it would be a good move for me kind of all round so um it was perfect perfect timing to be honest well you've kind of you've had covid yeah which is i can only I wasn't involved at football time. Dak was, and I was kind of like, I know how it was with him at Ashfield. It's obviously very difficult for you this season, cut short, but he's having a good year as well. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. so sixth or something? Aye, aye, something we're after 30 games. Then we get back playing. Martin Dale comes in. Yeah. What What was the, because obviously he's, he's been doing well under Gary Holt. Yeah. But what was the big thing when Martin Dale came in? What, what changed that he's went on that crazy run? That's thing is right. It's weird because I don't think like too much actually changed, but like then you look at it and you're like, well, you, we were on a bad run, and then you went 14 games mm. without losing, so it's like something must have changed almost. But I think we, when the manager, when Gary Holt left, we played Air in the cup, and I think we beat Air four four nil that day. And I think obviously we got a lot of like you win four nil, you get a lot of confidence. Um, and then it just kind of, as I said, we just kind of picked up momentum and you win a game and then you win another and you maybe draw a game that you were struggling in and you get a last minute uh, goal yeah. equalise and stuff. And it just kind of builds, like builds momentum, to be honest with you. Um, and we just managed to, we just managed to go on that run. And as I said to you earlier, I was like, you just got to a stage and you were getting into games, you were like, like you didn't want to be disrespectful, but you were kind of really asked what, yeah. blah, 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 do the day, like, we win, like we turn up, we're going to win the day. Um, and that's what you almost you felt like getting into games. So, and to be fair, any team like that kind of mentality, like that's like hard to beat a team like that, or hard to like stop a team that yeah. almost know, listen, we're going to like, we're at it, we win the game. Um, and we did, we done that for, I said, for about 14 games. I think we won 10, 11 of them and, and drew the other couple. So, um, it was like an unbelievable run, but wasn't really I didn't I didn't at the time feel like loads has changed for the for the old manager, but you know, maybe you heard David at the side a wee bit more to be fair. Maybe he shouted a wee bit more at the side. Hi, that's saying hi. When there was no fans, you could obviously hear <laughs> hear everything. Um that's sometimes maybe why you play some of the like Celtic Rangers hearts, some of the ground, especially you go away. Um, some of the atmospheres and that, like <laughs> don't hear anything that comes to the sidelines as much is that um, is that the case you basically don't hear a thing <clears throat> I, I i find i you struggle to speak at ibrox I, right. I always feel like and maybe it's because like i've always when there's been fans i've only played at celtic park once when there's been fans and we drew now now this year so mm-hmm. it was like sound for us but obviously being at ibrox and um struggled a couple of times in games and you just you just can't you just can't either when, when the crowd got up like just think it's it's an almost an enclosed area and there's mm, fifty thousand people singing. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. be able to shout yeah. and tell somebody. And especially when you're playing teams like uh, Celtic Rangers, because how they play and they're moving so often, like a lot of times you're shouting to somebody something, and it's like last minute stuff. Like mm. you're needing them right. to react straight away, and can't like, can't do it. How does that impact you as a player? Because something we've never experienced where you're. Like you said, you can give somebody a bit of direction, you pass Aye. the ball, you tell them to turn right, turn left or whatever. Yeah. How does that impact you when you're giving the ball to somebody or somebody's giving you the ball Aye. and there's a guy that you, you have no notice? Aye. That's, that's and you just almost got to kind of, when you're there, when you're, do, like, you're playing, you just got to almost trust everybody 
like they know their no jobs and they know their kind of what <clears throat> what they're meant to be doing or the situations that happen like we would rather do, do this or do that but it is diff- as you say, it's difficult like because and you want to shout you pass to somebody you want to give them instructions if they can't hear your instructions then that's thing you then it then comes down to like decision making and individual players decision making and i think the best players play for the best teams because they make yeah. the best decisions more than anybody else i mean that's <clears throat> end of the day that's what everything I think comes down to in football mm-hmm. players that make the best decisions most of the time play at the top level mm-hmm. like and the further than you go players make bad decisions more often yeah. I, think that's what it is. I suppose with that that's completely i agree with that where it's apart for your top top Aye. elite players there's no a massive difference Aye. in terms of a championship player and a premier league player but i suppose if you're making the decisions then you're you're going to be a better player Aye. right for me personally because it's good to have a livingston player on with us being a celtic fan Aye. other than last week what is what is it like for you when you go and play Celtic? because it seems like you would be happy to play Celtic every week <laughs> at home uh, no see before we've actually like since i've been back up and we played celtic we've been We'll be decent at like Parkhead as well to be honest with you we kind of had a couple of draws in that <laughs> as well um but no it's like listen we get everyone always gets when you play either Celtic not even just Celtic but Celtic and Rangers always kind of you always get that after the game that you get hammered all the time like way like you set up the way you play blah blah especially talking about Celtic over the last two three years I would have said bar probably Rangers Livingston's took more points right. off Celtic than any other team in the Premier League. And it's like, well, who's who's setting up right, wrong exactly. to play against Celtic? Like, end of the day, it's about getting putting points nice. on the board. You know what I mean? Like, listen, when we play Celtic, all Rangers, like, we are as much as they probably want you. Listen, they want you to come out and attack. Right. Like, we come out and attack Celtic and play Rangers. They've just took three and four goals off Dortmund. Right. Coming out and attacking, like, why we see us watching that like sitting in the house watching that why would we ever think about <laughs> you know what we'll go fire for fire like uh, attack 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 the the best teams in the world are coming to celtic uh rangers that has been the last few years best teams in the world are coming to rangers and rangers are cutting them open scoring as i said you scoring see three and four goals. rangers but they're leaving sitting in the games when they're playing against Aye. their team superior and cut them on the bridge it's, it's one of them it's like you've got to kind of Absorb into every go into every game. I think there's you have a you have a strength over another team. Like no matter who you're playing, you'll be better at something in the game. Um and it's just about trying to like when we played Celtic a lot of the time, like we sat in and especially when we had big uh, big Linden, it was like we know that's our that's our out almost right. like Linden's got they two centre halves at Celtic, especially it was I think it was Julian at the time that Linden used to do really well against. Um it was like we know everyone else we are solid we do our kind of jobs we'll take linden v Aye. like we'll take linden v julian you know what i mean and then you know as well that set pieces against Aye. celtic set that's where you can Aye. hurt them but, but there's same. a thing but there's a thing that nikki said a wee earlier in the in the episode it was like with Steny, they went to ibrooks and he's went with two up Aye. Aye. and Aye. had Steady a go Aye. get scuddy date now yeah. but you wouldn't have had people in the paper the next no. day going fair play to Steny Aye. for going for it and, all that. That's and even... then when livingston then you set up a shape to go and take something for the game. Aye. They get hammered for it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Where has they've, they've done exactly what they've set out today. Last year went to um, Celtic Park. I think it was after the split. Mm-hmm. 
after the split, we knew like we were only probably a win away from maybe finishing fifth, which had the chance of Europe. So we did go and try and have a go at Celtic Park and lost five 0 And it, so what, like you know, when you, when you have experiences like that, and then you have experiences where you know what we sit in here, make it hard for say like, listen, nobody's going to thank you or think mm-hmm. that was brilliant to watch, but you take a point from it. It's like, well, also, what would you? What, part what of the issue I think you have is that it's most, never been easy for Rangers no. going to Europe. No, what, what you hear, particularly in this country, particularly as being for the West, is it's Celtic and Rangers dominated Aye. the media and the fans and everything you hear on social media. So that's who moans about it. Aye. Oh, they sat in, you're like, Aye. but who cares? Because <clears throat> we're talking about the physical side we use going on winning heaters. Can I do that against Celtic? I mean, Celtic had one of the best results ever against Barcelona. Aye. 18% of the ball Aye. and then Big Van Dyke scores a heater and then we got a long ball and Tony Watt scores. Maybe <clears throat> they moaned about it then. That's the thing. It's like, as well, I think you obviously get a kind of, I don't mean bad press or whatever, but people say like, like the way living, like big physical, like the way they play, the way they play. They usually see you for four games a season. Yes. Aye. Nobody's watching Livingston v St Mirren. Mm-hmm. Nobody's watching Livingston v Ross County. Mm-hmm. Like we get that reputation. I think it's, listen, when Levy first came into Premier League, they were massive. Like mm-hmm. everybody was massive. Look at our team now. Like I honestly think we probably have one of the smaller teams in the league now. Like mm-hmm. physical size. Aye, and like midfield, four is shinny. And four is shinny. Like, like, midfield guy. three of Holt, Pittman and Omionga. It's just a kind of, I think it's just a perception because, as I said, the teams, they watch you when you play Celica Rangers. Like that's when teams Aye. see you, uh, when people see you and then they judge you on mm-hmm. on that. And it's like, well, as we kind of explained, like, well, we're not going to be, <laughs> we're not going to try and come Aye. out and attack you because the best teams in the world attack you and you score three and four Aye. goals past them. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know what, what we going to try it for? You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's horses for courses. Isn't it? You've got to do it. We mentioned it earlier. It's about winning. Aye. You've Get got to do it. You've got to do it. Because, again, that could be people's jobs if you just don't Aye. go out and win certain games. If we were, as we said, like, see if we were the games that we've done well against Celtic, see when we have maybe been a bit more defensive, Um, see if we had to, lost, to have lost all the games, we wouldn't still be trying to do that. Like, it's... They, the results that we've had is because we played a certain way. So, what would we ever, what would you commit to doing that for you? Of course, you're going to keep doing that. And I don't even think that's just kind of, that's just like any level. See, if you're playing a certain way and you're winning, you're going to no, change it. Like, you've got to keep doing it. Like, you keep doing things that's getting your results. The gaffer, play, the gaffer plays expansive football, but it's free flowing, but you're conceding goals for fun. And you're not winning games, but you're losing games 3 2, 4 3s. He's going to lose his job. No, yeah. listen, you see, at the end of the, like, when we start the season, if we stay up at the end of the season, every year at Levy, it's like, you've yeah. done well, right? But, Hingley's not going to keep us up. Team's saying, bro, he's well good that day. See, when he's played Selly, he's come out and he's trying to play and he's been unlucky. Being unlucky doesn't keep Aye. Livingston Aye. in the, that, as you then talk about, keeping people in jobs, like, money for, like, not even just players, like, coaching, everybody, mm-hmm. everyone at the club, that doesn't, doesn't, being unlucky uh, yeah. and the, the playing good football doesn't keep you up. Keep you up. Uh, keep you the up. the uh, impact is so much bigger than just what we see on the telly, just uh, use as a squad and the management, you're like, there is people's jobs who uh, uh, work in the club and like, youth development could really suffer for it. Exactly. What's the gaffer like? Very uh-huh. brilliant, but what you see, like, see what you, he's, he's like at media that's and that, like that's what he's like. That's what like I like constantly. about Nicky. I think when I watch, and this is just me for outside, you know him a lot Aye. better than me, but I think when I see him in a press conference and all that, I think that he'll just be the exact way in the press room. Or if you met him in the street and he knew you, he would Aye. sit and talk to you and he's, that and that. <clears throat> he's just probably like, 
I don't say it's like a, a fault or anything like that, but like just see whatever he's thinking that's at the it. time. That's what he'll, he'll tell you that. Honesty, players love that. Like that's like at the end of the day, like you you don't want a manager to say no. well, bullshit, bullshit the way around something. You know what I mean? He, he'll just tell you, listen, this is the way it is. Like this is what's happening. And even like when he's dealing with media and that, like his answers are just. He doesn't try and like. He doesn't try and avoid any question if you ask him a question he'll just tell you mm -hmm. this is the, like this is the answer to it yeah. like and this is what i'm thinking like this is what right. i'm thinking right now you'll not try and like sugarcoat things and make it better I, and I, as you said i think boys like most players like would rather that most players just know this is where i stand this is what's happening like either and deal with it or you or you don't almost you know he's mean? proven that he's a very he's a very good manager aye. and very because he's hands-on isn't he aye, i don't think he, he he probably doesn't get see just because of how upfront and honest and everything that's happened whatever the the background of it he probably doesn't get the credit for the actual coaching side of it and the, the management side of it um also he's been a major part of it ever since i've been back mm -hmm. at the club and listen you're bordering on this year having three straight top six uh, finishes a cup final like for like for livingston this is like don't want to say the glory years or whatever because we're not winning stuff but like this is like uh, well, well this bar, is bar the living team that fernandez now in the 2000s which had a lot of money put aye, in it aye. this is the best livingston team ever of course and that you're 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 doing it and it's almost like hopefully we can we can finish in top six again this year but like you're doing it back to back now it's not like uh, a and one losing, season and, and losing players like big dykes and then the big, I mean, <clears throat> the big center half aye, he big john big, big uh, uh guffles went back down he went uh, back he down went south, south and um I, that, that, at the end of this end of every season levy will roughly you're about 10 11 players roughly mm -hmm. turn around most seasons right. which which is like hard like that's right. like for trying to then compete in the premier league like 10 11 players turn around that's like getting to like any level that's like getting to like amateur level yeah, football like boys that amount of like players leaving clubs and and still try to like compete like when you're doing that is like it's difficult but that's like fair play to the kind of coaching side of it the, the recruitment's been i've been good i'm not just saying that because i was one of them i've actually got nicky believing it <laughs> no, see to be honest i'm conscious of time um because we could go on for ages about this a wee one for me because obviously last weekend was very difficult you're up against Jota aye, who in my aye. opinion is one of the best wingers that's been in the country for a long time yep. what's it like being against guys like Jota who's the best that's what I was going to ask you who Jota and um, Kent what's your kind of you, you start at the time and then you're going into a battle <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested who's the best one um, you've got against out of what this year just in, this, like in the last couple of years in the in Premier a, League and that Premier League up, up here I would I I would say either Jota or Kent or Jota and Kent give you the most trouble just because they can both do both go different like they both go left both go right aye, they nothing go worse the being a fullback than inside, aye, you aye. don't know which way you're you're gonna like which way they're gonna go see if you know he's listen he's always gonna go down the line on his left foot you're like right, fine I can deal with that like um I can move your body or whatever or you can try and defend against that whereas I mean, I think at the time, a lot of the time, they don't know to begin with mm -hmm. if they're going to go inside. Like, if they're going to go inside, you're going to outside you. So, for you try to defend against that, like, and to be fair, they're just so, like, the two of them, the first, like, three or four yards are just, like, Rough, aye, they're just, like, so sharp. And, like, the higher, like, the higher the level you go and the higher up 
you go like i think just the sharpness of, and it's not even it doesn't have to just be like the way they're actual physical it's like they might like how quick their minds mm. work in that as well like and when we played last week i thought we were i was like we were in trouble when mcgregor was playing higher up the pitch mm -hmm. we would i would personally much rather mcgregor playing deeper because he's no maybe playing the passes mm. run about your box or he's as i said he's mental kind of how quick they see things and stuff like that like that's just the, the difference even down like down south and that we played um villa pre-season and stuff like Grealish was like the yeah. exact same eh? like you think you've i was marking him and i was like you're you're actually you're able to touch his back in that but like you're so far away from ever getting mm -hmm. the ball because he knows the next like two or three four five passes that are going to happen and you're still worried you're still trying to challenge this one uh -huh. and he knows already i'm giving it there and then i'm going to get it over there and i'm going to move mm -hmm. blah blah it's just like they're speedy like thought some like the top yeah. top players are just, just the way they think um it's just so sharp and that's it's hard to do as we've kind of touched on see if teams are Aye. teams are at it like that then should there's be only so much you, you can do ah, that's the thing should they, be be, they should be they should be they should be winning games out with full firm um i think who even like this year coming up against like martin boy was always difficult to play just because like and he's he's probably a wee bit like unique in terms of you know what he's doing uh, like you uh, know what's coming there but he's uh, like so in a way like you probably take your hat off to him because he's uh, different for kent and jota like who would do like can go both ways whereas uh, martin boy is quite i don't say one dimensional but uh, he's yeah. just very very good at the kind of the one way he plays uh, if you know what i mean so play, so hard uh, to and you know what's coming but like still so still yeah. hard to, to, aye, to stop aye, it aye, um even like the boy like i think not on the same kind of level but like barry mckay and stuff for for hearts this year is similar to like jot and kent in terms of can do both like things if you can go both ways um and like to be fair he's played a good level in that down south yeah, you know, he's played aye. at big clubs down there i mean mm -hmm. uh forest and stuff so um it's, as i said mate it's just like I just think it, as you go up, it gets like your speed of thought is better, and they just make like they make the best, they make the best decisions. Uh, like, do the you best think decisions. you're in your? You think this is you just now hitting your prime in your career now? Cause you're 28, you've got that couple of years experience now at the top level here. That's like 36 years experience. played for 12 years. He's had 13 <laughs> managers. Thing, but, no, but, he's, uh, but in realistic terms, like you've you've been through the hard school. Not I mean yeah. you've done it. You've done the lower leagues, and then you've ended up doing a stint in South, but. At 28 now which 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 your which your thoughts because you've still you've still got a good few years left and you? you're I, still probably at your prime when they talk about defenders and yeah, like that, yeah. that, that, that. i think i, I feel it's one of them you feel like you feel good in that going into games and stuff just now physically kind of feel like you're at top end of like where you're going to kind of be and um i think once my pace goes in i could be could be toilet i'll be trying to look for another, <laughs> uh, another bloody um position in the park but um, no, I like feel like good in that in games and listen, as you said, 28, but probably close to, I mean, I think I'll probably coming up soon for like 400, for, for just about 400 yeah, games in that now. So um, it's been like, it's been good. And like, as I said, there's been, there's different ways you can, you can do it. Like I said to you earlier, like, I think the academies are brilliant, but I don't think there's a like substitute for going out and, mm -hmm. and like playing games, games. um and listen it maybe cost me at motherwell in terms of even wanted to go out and loan in that because i was used to playing games from 
17, 18. So um, I was probably like impatient in terms of don't like going. I don't. I don't. I don't like train all week and then playing a Friday night or playing a Friday afternoon with the under twenties. Yeah. And that's no disrespect. That's just like that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to play. I had to train all week and play on a Saturday because that's mm-hmm. that's what it was. That's what football was for yeah. me. Like a Saturday. Um, so listen, I think there's as I said, there's different ways to kind of go about it. But for me, like the amount of games I played early on has helped me now mm-hmm. um, in terms of experience wise and. And hopefully there's still a few, a few more, <laughs> a few more games to go. Um, uh, everyone in Livy will say I'm angry, um, but only like at, at certain points. I um, and it's not even like a an anger kind of. It's just like a if we don't do if we don't play as well as I know we can. Like I'll never like shout at people in that for doing something that like I'm not doing something that I know they can't. Well, they're not capable of doing. The only time, like, I would ever probably like lose my cool or um, have a go in that after the, the dressing room is when you come away for like the standards, like mm-hmm. you said. Like, I'm I'm big on even like during the weekend training that I'm big on like you set standards and then we don't like come off that. And that's for me one of the one one of the biggest things I learned probably from Marvin last year is like like you get your standards and like you don't ever. Anytime you come off the standards, then anybody, like, it doesn't have to be captain, anybody's more than, like, should, with, well within their rights to have a go at that. Like, because mm-hmm. standards is the biggest thing. Like, see, when you start dropping your standards, even in training and that, it, wee things, but it'll start eating away yeah. and eating away. And then it comes into a Saturday and boys are dropping standards, whatever they're yeah. doing Saturday. And, um, so, my, like, biggest one whenever I kind of maybe do, like, lose my cool in that is more out of frustration because, we have came off what mm-hmm. like we've been we're good at or what we what we should be doing. Um but I think most of the boys at Levy would be would Aye. say I'm probably quite it's just like training and that like you you like yourselves Aye. like you just want to win eh like even Aye. when you're doing anything and training like you're doing possession, you could be doing games and something doesn't go your way, like you but that mindset get angry. Is why the gaffer's made you Aye. captain Aye. anyway, because that's like, what he wants to instill in Aye. the whoever whoever has to do the like small sided games at Levy, whoever's like refereeing that like I can't like even like that. I can't help but sh- like ah, shouting like, and it's, it's one of the coaches or that, and they're just like, ah, like that boy, it's his boy, is that it's a foul, it's not a foul. Yeah, but you just kind of give, <laughs> you're giving them it, but it's like you just kind of like help, like almost help yourself. It's like Gary Holt used to do it a lot of the time, and many times I found myself after training, like not apologizing, but like ah, saying yeah, like, I, didn't even, I shouldn't have like ah. shouted and that, but like just one of them, you get in your. That just quite win, eh? Like, yeah. and as you said, it doesn't really matter what you're, what kind of, like any, like eating your day, and you could be playing the cards, whatever it is, like yeah. eating your day table to eating. You just want to, like, you want to ah, win, eh? You just some people think just you just have that kind yeah. of mentality, and I think that's a big thing. It came from being involved at like uh, men's, men's stuff so from very early. You just kind of get that end of day winnings on it. End of day winning is all that matters in terms of when you get to a Saturday or whatever. Definitely. So I think that's a great place to leave it. I know, and you're finished on that. Marvin was one where I want to try and get on. I have a word though. Marv. Aye. <laughs> yeah. Marv's good. Marv's we're, really good. We're, we're oh. I want to get into the racism thing, Nicky. Right. So if you could put on a yeah, good word for us, that would be, be good. Not Marv's me. good. Marv's really good. To be fair, anyway, you'd be, be more than uh, Marv will be more than happy never to like, mind. That, that do that. Nicky's been brilliant. That's running a fair bit longer than we normally go, but we don't get the opportunity to speak to somebody like yourself very often. We could, I think we could have went for another hour hey. at least there. It was brilliant, Nicky. Yeah. 
Can't thank you enough, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thank you. Hope you've all enjoyed it. Great to listen to a guy that's playing at the top level in our country. And as always, like the episode and subscribe to the channel. It means a lot to us and it helps us out a lot. So thanks for watching. Cheers.